Welcome everyone to Saturday night. How, right. how are you tonight, Mike? Mate, I'm absolutely wonderful. I'm sparking on about six of the eight cylinders. So six we'll of the eight. Do. Yeah. How's the How's the shoulder going? The shoulder's going all right, mate. I've got plenty of uh, opiates on board, so we should be right. Oh, we're not consuming any uh, alcoholic beverages this evening in honour of the fact that if I did, I'd be off my dial in about, I don't know, 10 minutes flat. Right, well, that's no good in one sense, but I'm glad no. to hear the shoulders been fixed and on the mend, but you've still got a bit of time sidelined. Yeah, yeah I've still got, uh, still got five weeks to go before I go back for another surgical review, and then I'll do a bit of an ultrasound on my shoulder, and then maybe I'll start some physiotherapy in another six weeks after that. Reality is, mate. I'll be, uh, I'll be, probably back behind the wheel mid-August. Right. So uh, I'll get to go to casino with a, with a sling on my arm still probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all good. Hey, we've got a few guests to come on the show tonight. Apparently. Yeah, we do. Yogi's organised a few, but we just need to yeah. find Yogi. We've got to find Yogi. <laughs> That's the hard part. But of back it. in this uh, W WA time difference um, scenario. Oh, oh. Well, what can we say, mate? He's two hours behind us. So he's, he's on. Yep. He's on Western Australia time. I think it's a little bit like Pacific Islander time yeah. somehow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, the, we had a, had a few comments about uh, music last week, so we've let the girls pick some this week. That's right. Yes. Um. So if anyone doesn't like it, it's not on us, eh? <laughs> not on us. Yeah. So. The girls. The girls can have a say. I believe Amanda sent her list in. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, I was told I was not allowed to comment. Right. So, there you go. Yeah, I'll keep your so mouth shut scenario, even, is it? Well, no, I don't know. I don't even know what's on the list, mate. So, right. You know, and, and even though Amanda's in Western Australia and I'm here, yeah. I'm, fa I'm fairly sure she'd ring Rose up and Rose would come down and bat me <laughs> on the back of the head anyway. So, oh, no, there's, there's she, not a lump of timber sitting in that Faraday cage there, is there? No, no, I've locked the door. <laughs> so, no one can come in. I've locked the door. So, no, we're, we're all good. Yeah, right, eh? Oh, that's uh, terrific. Yeah. Well, we might go to one of these songs. Okay. This, this what are you going to play? This is my of... first hint. What are you going to play? Brian Adams. Oh, right, eh? So... Boys of Summer or something like that, is it? Oh, no. I don't think that. Is that a Brian Adams song? I don't know. Anyway. Made it up. Summer of 69, mate. Summer of 69. Ooh, and what Brian. a summer it was. We'll be back shortly. I got my first real
welcome back, everyone. Welcome, welcome Yogi. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening to wherever you're tuning in. That was that Brian Adams summer of '69. It was. Did I get that right? Is that you know that's good for you and good for me? So come along, good people, come along. <laughs> Welcome to On the Road Radio again. I'm late. I did have a little note late pass again. Yeah, I think I you've run out of them, haven't you, Yogi? Well, I've, I've, I need to get a new book. It's uh, it's one of those things, you know. I need to get a new. Uh, Need to go to the BP and get a new lie diary. I think you've <laughs> yeah. run out of excuses. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, you're here. Uh, finally. He's here now. Yeah. He's fine Thank now. you. Yes, correct, gentlemen. Welcome. And uh, how was your week? How was the week that was? You know, did you take the new ball into the wind? And what have you... no, I've been I've been working on I've been working on a project all week this week. Ooh. A project. A project. It's been a really huge project. Is that how to get from the from the kitchen to the lounge room? How to get a kitchen into the lounge room? Yep, that'll do. Yeah. How to get a kitchen in the lounge room? No, yeah. Get, yeah. Well, there's something in that too, Mike. No. That'd make it a bit easier for you. It would make it a bit easier for me. No, no. I've been I've been working on a project that we're not a liberty to talk about just yet, good listeners. But we will be talking about it ad infinitum down the track. Mm. I, I, uh, uh, I've, been, so, I've, I've made huge strides with software this week. That's all I can say. Yeah. And I've almost managed to learn how to drive a mouse left-handed, but it's not easy. That would oh. be a challenge, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like doing your fly-up left-handed. We've figured it out. It's hard work. You can't do it. It's, not po- it's just not oh, I tried it. I actually tried it the other day <laughs> when you mentioned that. I actually tried yeah. it the other day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's hard yeah. Work. yeah, well, I did myself a mischief when I did it the other day. <laughs> That's oh. a bit of a worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that clean enough for radio? Or? So <laughs> no, look, I've got to tell you, you've got to, you've got to be careful with the speed which with, with which you <laughs> elevate the, and make sure things are well out of the way before you do. Right? And I haven't not done that for many years, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I did it the other day, and I, and I stood there silently with a tear rolling down my cheek. Yeah, wrestling, wrestling manly fashion with the whole thing, trying to not hold anything with my right hand because as soon as you hold it and put any pressure on your arm, it makes your shoulder just really, really sing. I'm trying to get the zip down, and I was home alone, so there was no assistance to be had. And uh, it was a very, very painful five minutes, let me tell you. Longest five minutes of the day, that was. <laughs> you don't even need news.com for your stories, do we? <laughs> I'm, surprised, I'm surprised it wasn't on news.com, mate. Well, well that's right. You know, Fabian struck of course, with his fly down. That's where I would have been led with. I'm surprised, you know, like, I'm surprised yeah. it wasn't on news.com, because I'll tell you what, the neighbours heard me yell, I think. But anyway... A, what do they call it? A bit of a rebel yell, a bit of a Billy Idol finger. Yeah, I, I did the best Jimmy Barnes impersonation, let me tell you that. I've been, been front and cold chisel for about half an hour, I reckon. No one would have known the difference. The stories you come up with, eh? That's a true story. That's the worst part about it, mate. Yeah. 
That's the worst part about it. When's when's the book coming out? I've, yeah. I've actually thought about a book, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I have thought about uh, like a trucker's story storybook. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have to get that bloke Rob Free from Brisbane, though. We'd have to get him and because he can tell a story that bloke. He really can. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, what I, would it be called? Story time. I don't know. <laughs> Story time. Mike, story time. <laughs> Gather around, Kitty. It's a story time. <laughs> tell you a story about a. Tell you a story about a man named Mick. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was out there hunting for gold with a big stick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So that's, that's my week, Yogi. What's your week been like? Oh, no hunting for sticks. No, tell. Tell you a story about a man I know. I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you a story about a man I know. I've been, we've been doing a bit of research as well this week. There's been a little bit going on this week, you know. Right. As such, yeah. we've been out there, you know, hunting for water and hunting for tractors and hunting for everything. It's been a fairly right. solid sort of week here at HQ Kendall Trucking and uh, right. A bit of a go time of the year. We're trying to what we're trying to do uh, is build. He's, uh, he's trying to get all my work done because next weekend we're going to an ultra 80k marathon. Righto. Next Saturday night we're going to an ultra 80k marathon. Next Saturday in Mar- night. In Margaret, I want next Saturday. So, oh, so you won't be here Saturday night then next week? Well, I'm, I won't be able to stay in here. I don't know how long the ultra marathon is going to go for. I reckon it'll go for most of the day. I day. Yeah. I think it's the six o'clock start. Yeah. Now, all these listeners out there and on the radio, on the road, radio land, to be thinking, geez, Yogi, he's, he's really primed up here. He's gone for an 80K marathon. No. Not you? <laughs> Not me, no. <laughs> Not even close, but a very, very, very good mate of mine has yeah. been training for on and off for a couple of years with this. And uh, he he's going, uh, he's going... You know, going on the road to do this ultra marathon. So 80, yeah. 80, yeah. 80 kilometres, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot, in it? 80 kilometres. Now, Yogi, well, you've is. got a guest for us tonight. I think we've got him on the line here. Would you like... Oh, to... we have we got Would Darren you... Goodwin from Casino Truck Show. Right, eh? Are you there, Darren? Yeah, how are you? Fantastic. Right. <laughs> so we had a little I'm bit... Just thinking, so I'm just thinking, I, I was... Uh, might do that ultra marathon actually, but I, I, I don't think the orders come in for me joggers. <laughs> oh, right, right, okay. Well, I don't know if that'll hold you up as such, but because uh, my mate Astro was telling me that at about the 60 kilometer mark, six zero, ladies and gentlemen, six yeah. zero, they do 10 kilometers of soft sand on the beach. Holy do Oh, no, I oh, know, <laughs> everybody I know has gone, you are joking me. Oh, yeah, and so that's a, it's that amazing, isn't it? The it. fitness level for that. Oh yeah. no, and he and he's 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 a, he's he's a fit bloke. There's a bit to him, like he's a he's a well built sort of bloke. Yeah, got a bit of a man crush on him. He's a good looking rooster. A man crush. Right, eh? You boys, how you like that? You, you're still there? Am I talking to myself at all? Are we on? Is no, no, we. Am I going on the mute? All right, I said that on air. Alright, yeah. But he's a good looking rooster and he's been trying pretty hard, but anyway, what are we gonna do? Right oh, radio Darren, welcome to On the Road Radio. For anyone that doesn't know who you are, what are you doing there, Darren? What what are you doing? <laughs> Mate just waiting to win lotto. 
<laughs> What's your winning numbers? Just so we can write them down. So our winning numbers are zero four nine one eight two five six three three. If you want to know about the casino truck show, we have the man that can tell you absolutely everything. Kenny? Can you tell me yeah. how to win the top well, truck? Hit me. What do you got? Mate, what what haven't you heard about us so far? <laughs> <laughs> Hundred days to go the other day. I'm not sure if anyone said that. Hundred days to go. Yep. Just that's scary, just isn't it? Who's and counting? what is it? Now, what is it? It's the tenth, a tenth official year, isn't it? Yeah, officially. Yeah, yeah. Look, obviously, we had the COVID for 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 twenty and twenty one, which affected everyone and anyone. But mate, who knows? But you know, affected everyone worldwide. Um, but yeah, officially that's our tenth year. This year, yeah, right? Sorry, so, this year will be our tenth year. And what's the coolest part of Casino Truck Show? You were going for ten previous winners. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. But we all know that you know. Look, we put that post out, and obviously there's a few jokers that probably won't be there, and whatever. And and trucks change hands, and and that's cool. But we really would love to see Try Me, the ex John Kelly HHA Try Drive. <laughs> we, we know who owns it and we know all the excuses why they reckon they can't bring it and all the rest of it. But how cool would that be sitting in the main street of Casino? And yeah, she'll have some scratches, she'll have some bruises, but who cares? That's our inaugural winner, Try Me. So how 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 run, run us right back to the start, bud. Well, what happened? How did it come about? The truck show. You you're a long term supporter of the town. You're you're look full disclaimer. You're a very good mate of mine. You know, <laughs> so I, I called you into this one to come on and talk about your show. You're a bit reserved yep. about this. So take us back to the start. Yeah, righto. So so many 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 years ago, there was a Lismore truck show. There's been several. Obviously, Grafton. Let's let's talk. Proximity-wise, Grafton. Look, the the truth is, Grafton was was one of the biggest and coolest truck shows on the Eastern Seaboard. That that was fact, right? Yeah. And then that sort of subdued a little bit. And anyway, Lismore took off, and that just died, and you know, so on and so on. Anyway, there was a <clears throat> one of the gurus in town, Tony Lowback. He was a guru. He's been around, and 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 he, you know, he has passed. But, mate, anyone that knows anyone about anything, Tony was, he'd been around for 100 years, you know, previous. And and I went and seen him one day and I said, look, Tony, I said, look, mate, what, what's going on? You know, Casino has got so many drivers in it and so on. Why don't we try and do something over here? And anyway, so we, we just, yeah, we kicked ideas around for ages. And anyway, we ended up. Uh, we spoke to Beef Week in town, and they they were the athirst administrators of the event. And yep. off we went, and we were at the Primax grounds. And mate, our first year, I think we had a massive eighty-three or something turn up for the day, but it was huge. Yeah, it's good. Yep. So you've so you've yep. built it. You've built this show for the last ten or so years, and. And what what were the numbers last year, bud? Come on, you love we love talking numbers. You don't like yeah, talking well, numbers when we're talking I numbers. Think it was, Come on. I How think many? It was three seven five unofficially, and it was about three hundred and forty registered for judging. Wow! Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Wow! Absolutely yeah. fantastic. 
casino, explain to people because we go Australia wide and a little bit in New Zealand, and sometimes it's Dubai. Dubai. Where about the <laughs> casino? Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a couple yeah, of Let, let's, just, let's just say Cowtown is 55 minutes inland from Byron Bay. So, does right. anyone know where Byron is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's 55 minutes from Casino. Yeah, 55 yeah, minutes. Roughly. <laughs> yeah. Roughly. Yeah, from the heart of the truck and well. Now, Casino, yeah. we, I love Casino, and I've been going through there for years, and I've openly said that in many, many posts, and many have been associated with the Casino truck show for a long time. It's a very, it's a very blue-collar town. It's a trucking town. There's a lot going on. It's good that the Shire, yeah. the council are right, because I call them Shires here, but it's a oh, council look, over look, now. They... So, listen, you know, look, Robert Musto, he's the mayor. Vaughan McDonald, he's the general manager. They're literally wet themselves. They cannot believe. Like, they're, they're fully... Robert, the mayor, he's handing out trophies. Vaughan, he's serving beers over the bar. He owns one of the pubs he in was. town as well. Mate, look, it's full on. Like, they... It's hard to... Uh, I pump them up about it, but they just don't get... They did, Sorry, they just didn't get or under, fully understand of the transport industry and how large it is. And, how the, you know, there's that old saying, isn't it, Yogi? Uh, Trucking's yep. not a job, it's a lifestyle. Am I right? Correct. Correct. But they, correct. Were fully, they were fully immersed in that in, in last year. They got it, yeah. and they get yeah, it. Yeah, we had, we had a great time last year. We, we was yeah. one, of, one of the best ones last year. Yeah, we, that, we did really well there. We had a ball. Yep, yeah, they're literally throwing the kitchen sink at it. They want they they understand, and they get it, that, that my, for my passion, they want it to be, be the biggest and best truck show around. And it's... Yeah. You know that comes with it. We, I, 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 I clearly acknowledge the fact that Carlson and Alex, mate, integrity and, and years gone by. But you know, look at years. We're, we're in our tenth year. Alex in their twenty plus. Carlson in their yeah thirty, forty, whatever. Um, yeah. I think we're going all right. Yeah, I think you're doing really well, and I think the fact that. Um, the fact that the council are behind it means the community's behind it means the people of the town are embracing the truck. Now, in the industry, we come up amongst this all the time. You know, oh, you get treated like a king one day and treated like shit the next day. Well, people, these people want it into town. They want the truck show. They're behind it. So we get behind it. So when, when is it, yep. bud? When is the magical million-dollar date? 5th of August, let's roll. Fifth of all, so get yourself sorted. If you're thinking about coming up there, which you should be, a lot of people will attend. Uh, go to. Well, ju- jump. Well, mate, if you want to register a truck, you just got to get on the webpage, Casino webpage, but uh, Casino Truck yeah. Show webpage. But follow, just follow all our prompts on the on the Facebook page. You know, Casino yeah. Truck yeah. Show yeah. Facebook. Yeah, register early. Are you gonna? Are you, uh, have I let the cat out of the bag? Are you gonna do any secret little prizes for registering early, or is that not going to happen this year? Or we should um, talk about this off air. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to divulge in this now, but let's just say, let's just say, let's just say that that one of the leading, the leading, sorry, the leading refrigerated cab fridge. 
manufacturers may have just committed to something very large. If no, you're no, an N- uh, if, if you're an early bird, that's registered. enough, ladies and gentlemen. That is enough to go to or follow the socials for Casino Truck Show, the North Coast Petroleum Casino Truck Show, and and we've and, got uh, and, and thanks for bringing that, mate. Mick, you know we just done our a hundred day, mate. He's literally mate. The blokes like him that get it, and let's be honest, get it is a different thing. Uh, he's just not throwing money at it. It's part of his industry. It's part of his business. That's that's what he loves. Yeah, yeah Mick, Mick's a very very busy man, and for the fact that you could stand there and uh, and have a brief brief chat with him and do a couple of little videos is uh, he's committed. He's committed to the show, and and and, it, and look, and it's a great it's a great show. Look, I I just think that it's a genuine truck show. So so a little bit of your backstory, Darren. Are you a truck driver? Mate, I've, I've driven a couple. <laughs> You've driven a couple, buddy. <laughs> Moved a few around the yard. Washed a few. Washed a few. A few. Uh, where, did you start washing trucks in casino? Yeah, 12 years. 12 years old, yep. I was. Yeah. Yep. So you've been, you've been, a, truck, you've been a truck driver for that long, haven't you? There's no hope for him, is there? There's no hope for him at all. Well, so yeah. what? I mean, where I'm going with this, and I, and I love pumping his tyres up because he's a very quiet man. He won't do it. I get it, Ron. We understand. He's done really well there, Darren. I commend you for coming on because I knew it was going to happen. But you, you, you know, you are in the industry. You drive trucks every day. You've been around trucks your whole life. You understand what trucks are. This is a genuine working truck show. Hundred percent. Yep. We are genuine working people. We won't you know, be seeing any of these fat, slammed, bloody, stupid trucks that you can't drive on the road anymore. Oh, Mike, easy, Mike, easy. Listen, that's cool. I, I run with all that, and we've got categories for all that sort of stuff. You know, you know what the weird thing is? You know, you know what the weird thing is? Is that, is that every... I think we... Honestly, the whole show is about from every corner. Just bring yeah. what you want. And you, you know what annoys me the most is I approach different people. Hey, man, you got a banger. It's a super cool banger. Why don't you bring, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, it's not truck show ready. Mate, tell, yeah. me, a, tell me a truck that's not truck show ready if this is a real truck show. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Well, it's not polished. How, oh, mate, we, we sat there not polished. Who cares? We, we, we sat there and consumed a few ales prior to the truck show. Now, I've got a couple of boys in town that watch my truck. Now, they yep. couldn't wash the red dust there and the red rust out of those rims at all. No yep. matter what they try. I put that on the main street. I don't care. Yeah. Exactly. No, good good call, Yogi. That, that's exactly right. And people get yep. all twisted, don't they? Oh, yeah, but we're oh, not running do. the big they wheelers. Do. They do. Mate, that's not yep. what it's about. Mate, if you've got pride in your ride and you, you, you're, you're indebted to this industry, you're, you're, you're here, does it matter? Yeah. Yeah, that's really right. Big and small, we love them all. Pride in the right. All yep. the hashtags will come out on the casino truck show <laughs> social. Yeah. I'm excited, you know. I'm excited about it, mate. It'll be the first truck. It'll be the first casino I've managed to get to because I've been busy, busy trucking for the rest of them. Yeah, right. Where have you been? Where have you been? I've just been waiting here for you. We could be at every corner pub, and there's a few pubs on the corner. Right, thirteen is in there. You know, <laughs> some random. Well, we we could have a we could have a large Western Australian ride there too. I reckon 
I reckon yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, yeah. me and Mike spoke about this off air, I'm getting half keen to bring the big black one over. Yeah. I don't know, I don't You're know joking. if the roundabout's built for the wheelbase though, it's a long haul. Mate, yeah, they tell yeah. me there could be another big wagon come from SA. Any com- confirmation of the big <laughs> wheelbase trucks? Hey, that that wagon, mm. that aerodyne that you're talking about, is one of the largest wagons you will see, but it's a little bit shorter than mine, okay? Just saying. I'm a bit But listen, guys. <laughs> but listen, everyone... I, there's uh, one uh, my uncle. He, he's been driving about for 427 years. He's just starting to pick it up. Anyway, what, he gets he gets a bit twisted a bit about it all. And this last year was his first year here. He bought a truck, got a very very sweet ride, uh, carts fuel, but and, and it's a banger. Anyway, but he's in the stage when he's in his twilight years and I'll save it respectfully and mate, even if I live twice, I'd never do half as much as what he's done. But yeah. the, the thing is, I've said to him, Hey, why don't you get a couple of the crew together? His crew, that era. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Get, come on. Yeah. You know, like they, they all, like, let's be honest, we're all guilty of it. Oh, we need to catch up one more before, you know, they passed away. They're going to their funeral. Why, why yeah. do that? Let's get yeah, we don't want them to show. chuck up and Let's put the coffin on the back. Yeah, we don't yeah. want that. Yeah. 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 Bring, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Yeah, and uh, to look to, to touch briefly, I'll, we'll, we'll build the tension. Is that how we do it with truck shows? Yes, there is a genuine east-west large car operator coming. Yep. Yeah, it's a big horse, and and he's never been to a truck show. Yep. Yeah. I think he, he said to me that most times he rings you up or contact how many how many sleeps to casino. Yeah, we got to we got to get it ready. No, 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 mate. It's in August. Right. Yep. Up. Okay. So how many sleeps is that? Oh, I can ring him now. Tell him a hundred sleeps. Hundred sleeps. No, ninety nine. Well, no, probably yeah, 99. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 99, 99, yeah. 99 problems, and this ain't one. Now, come on, yeah. dude, like, we can be there. But, but yeah, Mate, can you... I just, just add to a few guys here, whoever's out there listening, why, why not? Yeah, I know it's, it's it's all money and all the rest of it. Try and turn up a little bit earlier. Try and catch up yeah. with a few guys. Get your truck ready yeah. and just yeah. and just go and have a few whales and a bit of steak and Chinese. whatever else you know we are cow town officially yeah. and yep. mate, let's just let's just all just catch up and you know chew the fat and whatever we, what, that's what, what it's what all about is, is, what, what we need is a nice old ht or you know good old car or something like that. we can just roll around town in and just i know you know, i know, you know what, <laughs> you know what <laughs> Like, like a hay stay wagon or something like that, three away in it, something to wag yeah, yeah, yeah. in the back. Do you, so you, you know a bloke, do you, Mike? I do, I do. I do know a bloke who's uh, sort of pretty big in the EHEJ Holden Club. Yeah, that's what we need, a wagon yep. so we can cruise well, around well, in a wagon. I reckon, I reckon that if if I bribe them enough... <laughs> yeah. Did you say oh, that they're loud, the Mike? Sorry, mate? Did you say that they're loud, bribe them? Oh no! <laughs> Ride them with beers. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. The beer economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come over here and I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a couple of cans, and we'll uh, not to drive with, of course, after for, the, for afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
we so can, what's, we can... what's your format, Darren? What's your format? What, for the day, the rollout? Yeah, look, for, the, the yeah deal for the roll. Right. For the, um, is there, like, is, the, there, is there a Friday night? Is there a yeah, look, Saturday so, so show? We've, we've, got, a, we've, got, a, a we've got a really big sponsors night coming up this year. So last year, we 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 done a bit of a taste test as such. We had a, the commercial yeah. and, look, raging success. Right. It was crazy. Mate, a lot of the sponsors, not all of them, obviously a lot of out-of-town sponsors, um, and, and they sort of, you know, make it for the day. But, look, we had a roaring time. And so what we've done is we've really organised it this year, and, and it'll be at the Cecil Hotel. And and hopefully, fingers crossed, that their renovations upstairs will be complete. I've spoken to the manager there, and he's, he's mate, he's very... Yeah, he, he wants it to happen. He understands uh, the, the truck show. He actually gets it. And um, yeah. so, so yeah, what's well, happening is, so, you know, that, that'll be fine. Amanda had a 40th at the Cecil. Yes. That's the one that's, that's right at the roundabout where uh, where we're going to be, isn't it, Yogi? Yeah, Roger Dodger. That's it. So I'll be uh, able to sort of drift backwards and forwards to the bar and have a quiet shabbat while you're standing there talking to people. Yeah, you'll be very, very close to the Cecil, yes. Or you, or, or if you get kicked out of the Cecil, Mike, you can go to the commercial. Or what's the yeah, other one yeah, down the, the commercial. Yep. Yeah, or there's another one. There's actually four pubs within the same walking distance from yeah, where we are on the roundabout. Yep, you got so that, that's, that's four of them. I can get the don't come tomorrow. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, they'll DTM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Cut this bloke off. He should be out there working and drumming that's up right. business for On The Road Radio. Yeah, that's what I should be doing. <laughs> so where are you, well, this, day, Yogi, on the corner of the commercial or on the corner of the Cecil? Yogi's going to be on most corners. But, but Yogi <laughs> yeah. will be positioned directly opposite the commercial on the day. Mm. And right. we've 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 literally in our whole design and and uh, everything, that's Yogi's corner. <laughs> Full disclaimer, fair to say, I do a bit of MC work for the casino truck show. Hence why we are good mates. All right, <laughs> like, absolutely, yeah. Entertainment, I, I love entertainment. entertainment this year. The Country Mud Band, Airtime yes. FMX. What's Airtime FMX, Darren? Well, mate, that was Showtime FMX years ago, and then right. they changed owners, and they were they look that they're the pinnacle. That's where it's at. Right. They do all the big right. shows, you know, V8 supercars, a whole lot. Yeah. All right. The Wildlife Twins, mate? That's me and Darren. Mate, they're, they're a group. <laughs> yeah, that's me and Yogi. <laughs> he didn't tell you that more. Yeah. We put on these marsupial costumes and we just yeah. prance around. Yeah. I don't know what we do. Well, hey, well, anyway, what's no, that cowboy thing? We, we put on the fish, fishnet stockings and we'll meet you at the park. Isn't that what it is on Convoy? We'll put on our fish suits, cover ourselves in oil and just slip on through. The... Yeah, yeah, we'll cover mate, ourselves in Londy's potato scallop oil. He serves, he serves me that you don't know that. There's plenty of kid-friendly amusements of rides and face painting and stuff like yeah. that. Look, it, it is, it's going to be... It's gonna be look, the, the truth is we haven't fully outlined our, our entertainment and everything else yet. We're going yeah. to have street performers yeah. uh, everywhere, nearly on every corner. We, we Look, we, we want that carnival atmosphere, but we, but it's a genuine truck show. Yeah, and so, yeah. and it, look, the, the, to wrap it up there, get there early, make it an event, 
Put it on your calendar. I've looked at the long-range weather forecast. It'll be about 24, 25 degrees, crystal clear. Yep. Uh, sunny for three days prior, so yep. lock it in and, good and listen, yep, and chamois, polish rags, let's roll. Yeah, yep. let's roll. Sounds like yeah. a bit of fun to me. It's a great All right, let, thank you, Darren. Honest, where else would you want to be? Nowhere. Nowhere. Casino <laughs> truck show, 5th of August. <laughs> right, well, well, we'll talk to you a little bit prior to the show, Darren, but thank you for coming on. Thank yeah, you for outlining the 100 days out for the casino truck show. And, uh, yep. yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Look at hey, it. You all you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> See you, all right, guys. See you. Righto. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm looking at his photo here, standing in front of that North Coast petroleum tanker with the, with old mate Mick McKinley. He's, he's not a bad-looking rooster. He's all right. Well, Mick or Darren? Oh, they both look all right, mate. They've got those yeah, fabulous North Coast they It's good people. It's a good truck show run by genuine truck people and genuine truck enthusiasts, you know. There's no no doubt about it. And we, we just love being associated with it, you know. Yeah. I'm actually I'm actually starting to get a little bit excited about the whole show now, the whole, the whole, uh, the, the whole casino thing. Yeah, so did you pick up on the vibe on what Darren was saying? What makes this like your grand final at the end of the year? Like yeah. Kenneth Cutler, mate, Be go there. up there for the weather. At least, if anything, go away for the weather. Come out mm. of the winter and go away for just a nice couple of days up here. So, so I mean, we, we, we're keeping this a little bit under wraps. I mean, me big East West Interstate, mate, that's been interstate for 30 odd years, he's going to be there a week prior. We're, right. I'll get in there a week prior. We're going to have a week off. Are you? Yep. Have you, got a, have you got a note from Amanda? Yeah, well, Amanda's flying in for the week as well. We're having a week off with Amanda. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got to go. I've got, I've got a long board and I'm going surfing at Evans Ed. Oh. Evans Ed. Well, I've been there. Have you? Good yeah. part of the world. Well, I'll, see you, I'll see you up at Evans Ed at least the day before then. Oh, I think you <laughs> might, might need a bit more than that, Mike. Might, might need to be more than that the way we're going. This is just going to be so cool, you know. You know what I I love the best about truck shows, to be honest with you? Just the getting around and and you'll always run into some bloke that you haven't seen for 10 years and you can stand there and have a chat and it's like be like five minutes. And since you last saw him, you stand there having a chat and his missus is standing behind him rolling her eyes. Your missus is standing behind him rolling her eyes to do him and you go, ah. Yeah, I'm never going to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And the trucks are just the, the trucks. I mean, we all love our trucks. I know I do, but the, the trucks are just sort of a thing, aren't they? They're just part well, of the, the, the trucks are just something to get you to the truck show. That's yeah. right. The trucks get you to the truck show. <laughs> Although, ah, you like that? You have you still got a truck. buff in the cupboard, Mike? That's not, sorry. Have you still got a buff in the cupboard? No, I don't. I no longer. I, I don't have a buff anymore. Right. Make much to my. I do have a chamois though. You're welcome to stay here if you want to get the buff out on the, the old cab over. We might throw it in my, the show. My my shoulder oh. my, my shoulder might not let me buff anything, mate. Yeah. Um, I, oh. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. You'll give it we'll, a go. We'll be uh, we'll be pretty buffed, then I reckon. No doubt <laughs> about that. Yeah. That big yeah. uh, that big black track that comes over from Western Australia. Though, I'm going to be pretty excited to have a look at that. I'd say. Yeah. It, it'll be buffed up too, I reckon. Too, it'll be buffed. Oh, 
Righto. There's a lot of excitement there, isn't there? I've got to find another guest here. Righto. We've got to go and find CJ. Bob McMillan has sort of sent me a text message and he said there was all too much information about me. My home alone. He said he didn't want to hear any more about that. Yeah, well, he's not oh. on his own there. Hey, not on his own there. Really well, home alone. Hear your drug, <laughs> drugged up stories all week, you know. But uh, you know, Bob, Bob wanted to come on later on and have a bit of a chat about some things as well. But we'll see how we do. Yeah, right. Right. Eh? All right. All right. All right. Right. Eh? Chuck a song on, Tech. Right, what eh? are we going to play? Well, well who's the girls are picking so, the songs tonight. So you, you sent me a gentlemen. list there earlier, Yagi, of Amanda's picks. So I did. And uh, look, I, I sent. I, I texted Amanda during the day. I said, Amanda, right, eh? Can you give me a couple of songs for the radio tonight? She fired back within seconds about 48 different songs from the 80s, 80s and early 80s. Right. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. I hate to to break it to you, Yogi, but I do love Amanda and her taste in music. Yeah, right. I'm starting to think that I'm the the crap music lover of the radio. You are the odd one out, mate, let me tell you. Oh, dear. So well, she um, sent uh, one of the requests was a Guns N' Roses. Oh, What's that, right? Yogi? How good's, right. that, how good's your memory? Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. I don't know. Well, we might, wow, 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 wow. we might go to that, eh? <laughs> Everyone enjoy. Supper in the jock, Yogi. Supper in the jock, mate.
Everybody, Yogi, are you still laughing there in the background? Well, we we, we, we get told from the tech guy, right? Oh, no, shut up. So Which means do. shut up. And then we don't and we don't know what to say when you say shut up because we've been talking. <laughs> now we've been talking to CJ office. CJ, welcome to On the Road Radio. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Lovely to have you on here, CJ. Now you you've been on the road podcast. You've done a few things. You're you're in, you're you're having a real go at bringing some young people into the industry. So we we being the older set, we like to talk to younger people. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I feel honoured to be included. <laughs> the, are you calling us old, Yogi? No, I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure where this is going, but I'm not sure I like it either. <laughs> we're, we're, we're maybe a few years well I was having a little chat with CJ off, off air before and right. I mentioned something about the early 90s and CJ sort of told me that she was born in the 90s yes and I was, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I went okay right yeah that's fantastic so CJ who are you and what what are you doing what, what, what's going on what's going on in your head you've just come off a 14 hour shift we know that so you're trying yeah, to go home we're driven in the yard the <laughs> Yeah. Where have you been? Where I, have you been today? What have you done? I just drove back from Cooper Pedy to Adelaide. So I've just, uh, yeah, just parked the truck up and just uh, in the yard walking laps while I talk to you guys and then I'll make the trek home. Right. And just, what, are you, what are you driving? What What is it? Uh, is it a road train over there? Because every week we have this in-depth discussion about how the stupid terminology in the eastern states is. So what are you driving? Uh, road train today, just a double. Ah, suck that, Mike and Craig. Suck that. Right. <laughs> Driving a road train today, like a road train. She said just a double. Just a double. <laughs> not, not, a, not an AB double. No. Not, a, not an AB triple. Take away the B. Not an AB triple, take away the square, divided by three. It's a yeah. road 
train. It's a, a type yeah. one road train. I dropped oh, the B double off the back and just chucked another semi on it tonight. So, well, for the last couple of days. So, it's been a been a bit different, but good. All all the same, really. Okay. Like now, how long have you been driving, CJ? Um, I've been driving professionally since 2016. Okay. But just for the last the 14, just for the last 14 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I do love my job. Um. I've only been in road trains since September, so I feel like I'm still very new to it. Um, but just trying to get the kilometres under my belt so I can, yeah. Every trip's different, you know? You're always learning. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Sure. Now, how, what, what, uh, how did you get into fuel? What, what was the, so you're, you're a dangerous goods DG carrier, so you cut yeah. a, a, a variety yeah. of different fuels, or you just mainly diesel, or you, yeah. A bit of well, everything. So any any kind of fuel, um, petrol, diesel. Um, okay. Yeah. So I was driving um, tippers, truck and dog tippers, and I really enjoyed that job. Um, but my dad had trans transitioned into fuel maybe a couple of years earlier, and he could just see that I was burning out pretty bad doing the hours I was doing, and he suggested I should. Well, his boss was saying that that what made come across. So, yeah, that's how, how I got my foot in the door. Very, very fortunate, really, to have that contact. Yeah, okay, she's, okay. She's done something way cooler than drive trucks, so... Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. done something way cooler than drive trucks. Snowboarding or own a dog? <laughs> no, uh, no she, 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 was working, <laughs> she was working in a Harley shop. Oh, yeah. In, oh. in, in uh, British Columbia, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, oh. Down a, down around Kamloops. Oh, yeah. So that was not done a few Adelaide. things. She got paid. <laughs> she got paid to ride around the Rockies and things <laughs> on Harleys. Mate. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah, that's care. a fact. I don't, I don't care. I don't care who you are. That is cool. In fact, I would pay to do that shit. I would do that. It's funny what life paid. presents you. <laughs> you know, and you want to know what the scary part about it all, all, all that is? What? I can what? I cannot remember stuff of it, people I interviewed last week that they said. But how long was it? How long? <laughs> CJ's telling me about this when we're doing the interview, and I'm sitting, I'm thinking about shit. Bloody hell! How do I get a gig like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I was well, only just um, back in you, British Columbia three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So way. you, yeah, you, you went, you went back to Canada. You had yes. a bit of a trip over there. Um, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've been, uh, you've had a bit of time. Now, what did you, did you, did you go, did you go check out how they, uh, how they do mini B doubles over there and call them that cute? Did you say yeah. that? Cute? <laughs> you know, you know like, what? that's cute. What, what are you, where's your, where, where are you doing the dog run to? Where does that trailer go to? Are you snapping two of those together like I do back home? Is that what you said for? <laughs> I actually was really fascinated <laughs> and I actually was really fortunate to meet a whole lot of my followers. So right. I got some messages oh, nice. when I was over there. Yeah, and um, a few of them I met up with and they talked me through how they deliver fuel in Canada and showed me how they hook their trailers up and... Yeah. yeah, it was actually really insightful for me, and I really enjoyed meeting people in real life. It made a, made the numbers on the Instagram become a bit more real, you know? They're not just a number, yeah. they're people. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So you, 
trucking trucking with CJ is your Instagram handle, like yes. So you boys, you, you gentlemen, you're all over this Instagram tags and hashtags <laughs> and uh, and handles I, at trucking with CJ, trucking with a G. Can I can with I tell you a, a guilty secret now? Can I tell you a guilty secret? Do you don't know how to drive Instagram? I got Instagram and I used it once. So I could check CJ out before we had our interview. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and, and that's, yeah, right. Okay, and that's the only time I've ever been on Instagram. <laughs> so you don't, you don't, you don't follow me on Instagram, Moss, at all? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Like no. your mate, Yogi, on the road radio. Who's that? Yeah, yeah cricket. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I see that. So CJ, you've got a lot of passion for the industry. You've got a lot going on. Yeah. You come from the industry. You've ended up in the industry. What do you What do you see yourself doing? Do you, like, are you You're pretty passionate in your videos about bringing young people into the industry. Uh, yeah. Is that a goal that you're working towards? Or where Where are you heading with that? Um. Well, initially it was just to kind of yeah inspire some people, like you know, just representation, I guess, just seeing what it's like to drive trucks because unless you have like a family member or a close friend that drives you don't you just don't know so that's kind of where I started and then um yeah, I kind of want to get into schools to talk to kids about truck safety and then that will hopefully lead into career opportunities for them, like just talk about you know it is a viable career option you don't have to go to university or things like that to make a living for yourself and then um i guess i just yeah want to try and inspire people and eventually i'd like to travel around and kind of showcase the industry one way or another whether it's filming and just making content because i like being creative in that aspect but for now it's just kind of showing people what my day in the life is really (laughs) when i can (laughs) yeah so we i mean we we you know I mean the average age of truck drivers is fifty five isn't it from what we've un- what we understood understand yeah something so, like fifty five yeah so yep. like and I mean you just said it plainly there yourself Mike like you you, you logged on Instagram to check out an Instagrammer about yeah. trucks so yeah. we mm. never had this growing up we never had social media when we're in our twenties and we twenties mm. and early thirties and making it happen well we had wind-up cameras with developing film that you had to pay them the camera since to pay you out for someone bearing their butt and taking a photo, which is a whole other story on my camera <laughs> that I found Monday. So, you know, like, it is what it is. We don't we don't have any of that sort of stuff when we were growing up. Love yeah, it or hate it, social lot. media is here, and people like yourself, CJ, are doing wonderful things for the industry, for social media, and, and what's going on. So... So we, we, we're pretty stoked to have a little nice little association with you and the, uh, you know, on the road radio. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It, is, it is very daunting <laughs> putting yourself out there and, like, copying criticism from people, but I kind of keep thinking about the messages I've received from people where they're like, because of your page, I've now got my licence or you've inspired me to get back in the industry. and Or, yeah, like, just it's, it's been very wholesome, the communications that I've had from people and to know just people being like, please continue this content. It's I really enjoy getting updates. And so it, that all those things make it worth it in a way because yeah. it is daunting putting your face on you know, online um, and uh, talking to the cameras and stuff. But if I can help give some insight, that's pretty cool. It's great to see someone putting a positive light on the industry and encouraging people to join it, not not telling everyone how bad it is. 
because it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's a great industry and, yeah. we, and we need more people. Yeah, yeah well, it's the third, biggest, third biggest industry in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is something like that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, got so its third or fourth. Yeah, we Yogi, as I was saying to you on the phone earlier, offline, like um, that I come from a corporate background where I was an insurance broker where, you know, um, it wasn't fair pay or like you working yeah. a lot of hours yeah, unpaid. Know, At least in this job, like every hour I do work, I get compensated for it. So, um, and, and, and also it is, I do try and show the positives, but I'm trying really hard to also show the realities of like, it is big hours and, it is very exhausting driving home and, you know, being by myself, yeah. cooking meals after. So, um, and then through that, I'm trying to communicate with like personal trainers, nutritionists and stuff like that. And I'm going to create content around how people can keep um, healthy and try and bring that spin into it as well. So I can try and those people who are in, in it, try and keep them positive and healthy um, so that we can well, the, have long careers. Yeah, the- the mind is the most powerful tool, and it, you know. And I've been, I've been. So me and uh, me and Simon from Next Journey, we had a bit of a goal for Brisbane Truck Show to try and stay focused and, you know, try and eat well. And I've, I've, I've sort of listened to a couple. I've got a couple of mates that are doing it. My wife Amanda's been walking and trying to do everything nice. So I'm trying not to eat between or eat between seven a.m. and seven p.m. and lay off the wow. beers and actually go for a walk and all that type of stuff, mm. you know. So, this this is yeah. the bloke that was eating fried chicken and waffles for breakfast in Texas. But anyway, hey, 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 what? Look, it was good. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't say, I, I, can't, I can't stop this. I can't stop this merry-go-round. Oh, you forgot the bit of pure Canadian maple syrup that I put oh, on sorry. the fried chicken and, and waffles. Like, it was good, and I, like, I nearly ordered it, because everything comes with a side, as you well know, CJ, because you live over there. Oh, yeah. You work over Boys there, and you live over there, right? Yeah, yeah, I nearly ordered a side of bacon, because, like, I'm mad at the day. Especially if you've got <laughs> Canadian maple, you need to have Canadian bacon. <laughs> yeah, well I, well, I had fried chicken strips, hey, and, like, waffles. Canadian bacon, mate. Cool. Tell you what, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, but, it's, got... but it's good. It's good. It's good that you can, because we, 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 we in the trucking industry fall into a very easy, oh, I'm too busy. And I've, I've the last couple of days. I haven't been for a walk mm. the last couple of days because I think, mm. oh, it's easy. But you've just done 14 hours, CJ, right? Correct? Yeah. 14 hours on a Saturday. It's hard work. Now, Saturday yeah. is the loneliest day to work. Yep. Yeah. Every truck driver knows that, and if people don't understand that, but Saturday is the day that people are going to the coffee shop, they're going to the footy, they're going to a yeah. 40th, which I'm standing out in front of and I should be inside, but we're getting to that point. But Saturday is the loneliest day to work. So you've done 14 hours on a Saturday, you've been out in the scrub and back, and listen to your attitude, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> it should, it should be a well, I have a shift worker, so the actual days on the calendar don't mean much to me. It's either I'm working or I'm yeah. not. But I'm positive what, what I'm going road bike riding tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. What, so what do you work? Do you work a four, five-day, six-day shift? Or you just work mm. when you can work? Or, uh, it's yeah. a three-week three rotating roster. It repeats every three weeks. And if I try to explain it, you guys would be pickled. So I'm not even going to try. But it's four shifts <laughs> a week. <laughs> and it's yep. a combination of days and nights. Um, so I've just come off. Okay four days but it didn't extra so five days i'll have tomorrow off come back for two nights have three days off three days on one day off three nights and repeat it so what the the 
when people see your Instagram feed and your Instagram videos, mm. you, you are generally doing the hours. You are out there making yeah. them off. Yeah. And so I, when, and when I, they see and you and in I the post, middle of the night. Yeah, and I'm posting as I do things. So I don't I don't curate and post uh, when it's meant to be popular or good for the algorithm. It's like, I just drove in the yard, Perfect. here's my truck, boom. And because I want you, people you to realise, like, that? this is, like, real life and I'm showing timestamps of, like, okay, I've just got home at 5am and here's my dog. Like, this is the yeah. real life stuff. I'm not I'm not making it glossy. I'm showing the realities, but also that I can have a really good life by doing this if yeah. I do the right things for myself. And that, I love fantastic. it. I just love it, mate. It's, it's awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It really but is. I think there should be more of it, and we, we really appreciate it. Now, we we might uh, we might be able to have a sneaky little uh, selfie for Instagram at Brisbane Truck Show. Word on the street is you uh, might be waiting around. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be there. I'm so excited to actually meet you guys in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we, have we seen each other in the truck? We might, because I, I run Port Augusta and I run up to Adelaide. I'm, I'm a big trucker. I run the west sometimes. You know, so I don't know. You're kind of, kind of a big well, deal. You that? <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm kind, I'm kind of a big deal in the west, you know. Talk so, it yeah, up. Kind of, talk it up. Talk it up. Talk hashtag, it up. Hashtag, hashtag, only the best run west. Oh, oh, look out here. Copy, eh? How about that? Hashtag, only it. the best run west. Oh, oh, oh well, so anyway, <laughs> but like what, what I was talking before about, oh, that's cute. Look at the little VW you got in Canada. I don't know how many times I run a single north out of Western Australia out of Perth, and they look at me and go, "Where's that dog run going, bud?" Yeah, that's the real freight. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real load, and that's the real freight that I've got. I'm just going up here, bugger off a lot of you. <laughs> you just turn your radio down so you can't hear it. I do. Now I'm on the phone. Sorry, I was on the phone. I, so I need yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Oh, Yagi, I told you. I told you, we're even Yagi. Where you hooked? Were you going to hook three up? No, no, no. I was on the phone. Yeah. So, yeah. Work harder, not harder. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. So, no, well done, CJ. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll let you be. I know you're a bit puffed out and you're yes. looking to go. Home. What's your dog's name? You got to go and scratch your dog and throw the ball. Yeah. All those Sunny, so. my boy Sunny. Yeah. Sunny, right? I have a lot. I rock over the big hound dog. I got an eight, nine year old, nine year old Sassy. He come in. He looked at me. He's too cold in the shed and walked out. So I don't know. Where, I haven't seen him all weekend. But anyway, he's like bugger this. I'm going inside, but. Good. Yeah, right, all right. So you enjoy your day off and uh, look, we'll try and do a nice little um, nice little video at Brisbane Truck Show and try and post yep. it on socials. But yeah, before we bugger off, what's, what's your Instagram? Are you Instagram or your Facebook as well? Or what do you... Um, I just have my Instagram, Trucking with CJ. Um, yep. And I'm just on there at this stage. <laughs> Instagram's enough work without having to add it to anything else. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yep. Social media is a lot of work and a lot of hard work and... Uh, yeah. And hats off to people like yourself that are having a red-hot crack. So, yeah. oh, well, guys, I really appreciate you making time to chat with me tonight. <laughs> and, um, no, no, yeah, I'm really looking we, forward to seeing you next month. We appreciate cool. you making time to talk with us after your Always. big day, mate. And oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's a, I, I love it. Look forward to seeing you in Brisbane, mate. I'll get a, I'll get a, I'll get a picture with you. We'll be right. Maybe, yeah. you can show me how to, maybe you can show this old horse how to drive Instagram. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Then can you can keep up him, to date with myself. <laughs> yeah, can you tell him how to can you teach him how to hashtag? Because that'll be funny. Like that would be hilarious. I'll I'll film you teaching Mike how to hashtag. 
It is oh. Jesus the funniest thing. I don't even hashtag. <laughs> oh, oh, far out. <laughs> but I'm sure well, I can oh. learn. <laughs> we'll learn together. The first hashtag you want is Kendall Trucking and the second hashtag is on the road radio. So anyway, cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> right, good job. Right, good on right, you, guys. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Thanks, All right. CJ. All right. See ya. Okay, bye. Well, that was what a great interview. It's great to see someone doing work like that. Oh, straight out positive. Straight out. But positive, positive in the right light. Like there's yeah. negatives to the industry and there's hard work that we do, but it's, it's been said genuinely. Yeah. 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 No, she's a, she's a very interesting, very, very interesting uh, operator. She's like... I, I, look, I don't even want to refer to her as a, a, a girl. She's a truck driver. She's a colleague. She's no, no, we, yeah, she's a work, she's work an colleague, and that's the beauty of this shop. An and we were she's talking an about this today, and that's why we sort of brought this up. That yeah. you know, if you go to work, you can do the job. You can make a good living. You can structure the job around your yep. work, yep. work life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and other commitments. It's a good job. It's a good industry. It's yeah. good to be a part of, so, yeah. yeah. Well, CJ's done the hard yards, too, and, you know, she really has put in the effort oh, yeah. got, to, got to where she's got. I mean, yes, she, 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 had, a, she had an opportunity given to her to, to get started, but that's all she got, and everything else she's done with hard graft. I mean, we all had opportunities, and to do it by someone at one point. What yeah. to do with the opportunity that makes a difference, mate. And uh, it was, it was a, that's the second time I've spoken with CJ, um, like in an interview capacity or you know, talking on on the air, and and she's always it's very impressive to me. And the fact that I can remember anything about her months after I've interviewed her um, is a testament to how much she impressed me the first time I spoke to her. So, yeah. oh no, did you remember to send that hat to Hay? No. Anyway, move on. No, I've got the address here. <laughs> Oh, geez, I've stirred the pot now. We've got another song or what? We do. <laughs> this is actually uh, one of Blondie's. So, is it? Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So um, she's chosen a bit of Keith Urban. <sighs> Look at yeah. yeah. And, Mike, you are not allowed to make comments, apparently, tonight. No, I'm not allowed to make comments on two. Keith Urban's all right, though. Right, some, of it, it's a bit, some of it's crap, but mate. Oh, <laughs> there um, he goes. Can't restrain. Keith, Keith Urban, it's a bit too pedestrian for me and a bit too urban. Oh, it's not <laughs> 80s, 80s, mid-80s, early 80s or 80s lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, welcome, welcome to On The Road Radio. All the hits from the 80s, 80s and early 80s. Yeah, and as <laughs> long as what, Mike what, likes it. What's the, that's right. What song is it? What song is it? Somebody Like You. We'll, leave, like we'll bring Somebody it in. Somebody like right? you. Somebody, Somebody like you. Right. Somebody like you.
Welcome back, everyone. Mike. How are you, mate? And Trevor. How are you going? Trevor. Gentlemen, very well. How are you, yeah. So, Trev, what are you up to tonight? I've got a load of bananas heading down to Melbourne. 
Yeah, right. One of our other other drivers brought them into Brisbane, and I've just come off the 48, so uh, I've got a nice clean book now, and I'll lock them down and just rolling down the road at the moment, just about to do a quick 15 minute, 30, 30 minute pit stop. Right, eh? That sounds, great. that sounds great. So, Yogi's uh, ducked off to have a shower. Yeah, Yogi's off to a party tonight. He's so. got to go to a party, but uh, they're two hours behind us, so it'll, it'll, it'll be, we'll be going on the bed and he'll be just getting started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so any hot topics today, Trev? Well, I was just listening to the young lady talking before, and I was thinking, well, what a, what a, what a breath of fresh air that someone's got into the game and got in with a good operator and it's been looked after and uh, being, being taught the ropes and it's, and she hasn't been poisoned by um, by poor management. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was just on my way into the yard today and come up behind this truck and he uh, he indicated to go into one of the truck stops and I, uh, I noticed his left-hand indicator so I was pulling into a coffee anyway just wandered over and said g'day and this poor young kid you know he was he was absolutely frazzled he had eyes like beetroot and i said oh your indicator's not working but <laughs> he wasn't in a real good mood he um he was a local driver in brisbane and he thought he'd try his hand at the at long distance and uh get out there on the road and mix with the boys. And, yeah it didn't even didn't even last a week and he and he realized that uh it ain't so good working on K-Rate when you got to load and unload and he was only getting paid while he was while he was loaded so he, he'd run up to Bowen and got a got a got a load and never never got uh, never got paid to run up to Bowen. Oh really? You know? How rude that, that is yeah, that yeah. is weird. That's getting ripped, got, isn't it? Um, oh that's yeah, that's just that's just so bad. You know the kid wanted to have a go and um, he just he just one week and he's poisoned he's poisoned from it so yeah. it's a shame. It it is when someone wants to have a crack at that bit. So he actually saying he doesn't get paid when he's empty. Yeah, he um his his uh, his trip trip sheet. Yeah. He was told to ride on a Brisbane Brisbane Mackay, and then uh, Bowen Brisbane, and he only got paid for the for the kilometres um, that he was that he was loaded for. Wow. Not, not, a, not off the odometer. I actually thought we'd gotten past a lot of that. I'd love to know who that was. I really would. <laughs> well, it was a, it was a, um, a really early early K200. Um, all the grill was busted. The steps were all broken and patched up. And he had a dirty old dirty old fridge van on, just a single. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no no markings at all. But, it was, yeah, I just thought, you know, you poor buggy, you... Didn't even give him a decent, decent, decent crack at it. Mm. He's got a shit eat of a truck, shit eat of a job, and now he's yeah. poisoned. Yeah. yeah, that's and, it. And the and, and the was... bloke that did that to him would do that to people over. He probably didn't, probably won't get any paid anybody super or anything. And uh, yeah, mm. on, on bloody the terrible. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's it. Oh, I didn't have the heart to tell him that he, he won't get penalty rates for driving on Saturday either. Oh, no. Well, if you're not getting paid to run empty, I would hardly imagine they're paying penalty rates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he's... Um, that's what he was... He must have done a bit of, bit of work um, on the weekends around Brisbane because he said he got, got his... Uh, gets his ship rate, ship allowance, then he gets his penalty rates on the weekend. 
Yeah. Um, so it sounds like he was he was making a fair fair amount of money doing doing what he was doing, and um, yeah. And uh, the big interstate job uh, didn't turn out to be as uh, flash as what he thought. Mm. Well, uh, here's the thing, right? I saw a Facebook post earlier today and I made a comment on it. Um, old mate had sort of basically said that uh, he, 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 I'm going to try and find it. You know how I'd just try and find something on Facebook after the bloody commented on it. But um, he, he basically made a comment about uh, we've, we've got new contracts and new trucks and all that sort of stuff, but the picture of the new truck in the ad won't be what you get given the drive. You'll get the oldest <laughs> shit box we've got in the yard. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pay will be all right for a couple of weeks if you get paid it. And after that, I might not be so good. Then, then you'll get 60 bucks a week in super if they manage to pay it. And he's got this uh, on, on a whole long list of, of stuff. And then I sort of added on to that. And I said, oh, yeah. And we promised to get you home for those important family days. And work-life balance is very important to us, uh, particularly as long as you work, because that balances our life for us and lets us buy all the hot rod cars for the blokes in the yard. And, you know, just those, those sort of comments that went backwards and forwards. It's easy to be cynical, but I'll tell you what, it's hard not to be cynical when you hear stuff like you've just said, Trev. It really is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Like I said to him, if he, uh, if he wants to have a, a, a go at interstate, go and have a talk to uh, some of the bigger fleets and just be uh, just start at the bottom of the road with the bigger fleets, at least he'll get looked after then. And oh, you don't have to necessarily stuff. do that. I mean, the, the, the important part about this is to do a little bit of research on who it is you're going to work for. Don't just grab the first thing that comes down the road. Mm. I mean, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of good family companies who have good gear and do their best, uh, who, who are looking for people that they don't mind training a little bit, teach them how, to, how they want things done. And, you know, people are rewarded staying with those sort of companies if they do the right thing, you know? Yeah. When you've, only got, you've only got to look at companies like Carter's Heavy Haulage, for example. They prefer their new drivers not to know too much. Easy to train. Well, they, they can teach them what they want. Teach them how to do things the way they would like them done. Yeah. You know, and teach them, you know, what what is their responsibility? You know, companies one driver, one truck. You know that, and and have a little bit of pride in your ride, and you know, um, you demonstrate that, you know, you're you're got your heart in the right place, and I'm sure that you'll find somewhere to fit in. Everyone does eventually. Unfortunately, there are assholes like these guys that were doing that to this fella. They're alive and well in every industry, not just trucking, you know. I can tell you any amount of stories about mates of mine I was at school with who went fishing and all that sort of thing. They all got screwed over on the scallop boats and on the trawlers and, you know, stuff like that. It doesn't have to be just yeah. trucks. I mean, sharks are sharks. They've got them in every industry. It's a shame that it does happen, though, with some of these new new fellas that come along. But, um, yeah. you know, there are plenty of companies out there that are willing to train um, mm. the right people. But, you know, I have seen it time and time again, too, when, you know, interstate work, you know, is not easy work. It's, it is long hours. And sometimes I think people aren't really told exactly what they're getting into as well. Mm. So the expectation can be wrong on both sides. Yeah. Um, well, it is more—it's more of a lifestyle than a job, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, without putting too fine a point on it. Yeah. yeah. But it can be very rewarding financially. And, oh, hell, yeah. You know, yeah. There, there's companies out there paying quite well. and yeah. um, But there, there are nuances in the industry that we all have to tolerate sometimes because, you know, it's it, it, very difficult to fix. Yeah. Um, well, even the, even the best companies, you can have bad days even at the best companies. That's so, right, you know, yeah. yeah. So some days yeah, are that, diamonds that's... and other days just aren't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Different different freight, different routes, any, anything can go uh, can go astray. Oh, everything can go yeah. pear-shaped very, very quickly. Um, yeah. Oh, well, look, you know, I, I've ended up in tankers. I've ended up in tankers after having done other things. I've done general, I've done refrigerated. I had a go at market. I didn't last very long doing the market because I didn't have the right attitude for market. Um, I, uh, I didn't like to work you know, 18 hour days doing delivery loading and deliveries and then overnighting everywhere and get out of my way, mate, I got market on, all that sort of shit. Mm. So that's just not, not how I roll. But there are other guys that, that do it and do it a lot easier than I could ever do it because I just love doing it. For me, I, I mean, I love doing the tankers. I didn't mind doing general either when I had my own truck and it was, you know, general was what I did. But, you know, everyone finds a niche somewhere. Some of these guys like the heavy haul, the ogies into the oversize. Mark, um, what do you do, Trev? You said fridge vans with bananas. With bananas, you tow vans all the time. Vans all the time, um, mainly market. I do. Um, we do general to North Queensland, but the, we yeah. don't touch the freight. We just drive, we just tow the trailers, and then we'll go yeah. and load load off the farm or um, one of the uh, bigger companies up there. will will chuck us a load, and we could come back to Brisbane or, or through to Melbourne, Adelaide. I like to yeah. run them to Perth out of North Queensland, but all that goes on the train there. Yeah. See, this is the thing now. I mean, we, we all get used to doing what we're doing. And I suppose, for me, when I when I started doing the market, the markets weren't that easy to get into sometimes. And I didn't know my way around in the markets. I wasn't prepared to drive from bloody stall to stall and, and, and bloody deliver a pallet to this bloke and a pallet to that bloke and hand stack that and do all that. I mean, is that still what you do in the market these days? Drive around and drop half a dozen pallets here and a pallet there and all that? No, not not anymore, mate. The um, like Lindsay Brothers, for example, last week I did Adelaide. I did a load down to Adelaide. The Lindsay's loaded me back out, and that was straight up to uh, their um, their dock inside the, the markets, and they just would put it all out and then go and deliver it. Every now and again, you might have, you know, your back trailer might go to the unloaders, and you'll have twelve pallets in your O trailer to run across the road or something like that, but not, not like it used to be. When I first started, it was, um, you'd go down in a body truck or a single and then you, you might have four or five deliveries in the market, but we just don't have time for that now. And the, I, I, I don't know for certain, but it, I, I get the feeling that the market system has had a big rev up from NHVR about chain of responsibility. Mm. Yeah. So, and um, I think the agents have all been told that, hey, you know, if these guys are coming in, They've already had a, they've already done 14 hours and you want them to deliver around the market that that puts you in the in the firing line for chain of responsibility so which is a good thing yeah well yeah, it's well, about time they started holding someone to an account yeah well markets obviously yeah. changed a little bit since I since I had my go it was many many years ago I had my crack but mm. um, 
you know, I, I, I'm afraid I, I never ever really suffered people that wanted to root me around too much very well. I always barked about it. And, uh, you know, often that meant sometimes some bloke would say, oh, you've got the wrong attitude. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'd sort of bark about that too because my attitude was, all right, I was going to work and you didn't want to do your work for free. Mm. You know, and that was that was always been my thing, and and, and I, you know, well, you're well aware, Trevor, of how much I've said. As far as I'm concerned, trip money is just wage theft. I, you know, I wouldn't work for trip money if if it came to me have, having a job where I had to work for trip money. Now I wouldn't do it. Just wouldn't happen. Mm. That's it. If you're so, doing pickups and deliveries, like oh, I know there's a mob still in um, in Melbourne, and they've they've got their They've got their trucks, their subbies doing three pickups in Melbourne and three deliveries up in Sydney. Yeah, <clears throat> unload, unload, reload, and back to Melbourne the, the next night. You could do, you could do six legs like that. And you know, I did that for a while for a particular company with with the B double. And uh, yeah. man, it, it 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 was hard work. It was really yeah. hard work. I was doing seventeen. 17 and even 18 hour days with a split wrist break, there'd be a delay. So, you know, you dive in the bunk for 90 minutes while you're on the dock. So technically that is, you are, you are having a power nap. You are in the, in the sleeper berth. So it, it is a legitimate rest break, but, um, mm. you know, 17 hours one day, 18 hours the next day. And, and you do, you do six nights like that. And I'll tell you what, you, you're looking forward for day seven. You're feeling the pain by the end of it. There's no doubt about it. And I like, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that, that people, there are people that can just do it and they can just, they can just suck that up and they just, they just roll on and they do it and they're fine with it. The same as you know, people like me will drive around with 24 tonnes of bloody chemicals sitting behind me that if you breathe the vapour on it, you're dead after two breaths if you have to breathe the vapour of it. Hmm. And you don't even worry about it, you know. It's just a part of the job. And I, I like... Hydrochloric acid. I'm talking about a truckload of hydrochloric acid. That'll nail you if you if you have a mishap yep. with that. It can get very untidy very quickly. Thankfully, mm. you know it doesn't happen that often. These things, but you know, doesn't mean it's impossible. Mm. I honestly don't. I don't know how some people do that. I don't know how guys can drive stock crates. I really don't know how they do that. That'd drive me mental. How can you sleep with those bloody cows stamping and mooing and? Rocking and forward, backwards. That that would just oh. probably just the same as a fridge motor, go. Fridge oh, motor. I've I've um I've I've been I've had stock stock crates pull up beside me, and uh, yeah, you can hear the cows over the over the fridge motors. Surprisingly, yeah. but I'd be um you know if I was those boys, I'd be I'd be getting out, winding the legs down, and um, pulling forward off the kingpin <laughs> and dropping dropping the airbags. You know, I'd be pulling, I'd be, I'd be winding the bloody landing gear down, driving 400 metres up the road, so I didn't have to listen to the bastards. Yeah, I, well, I suppose everyone gets used to different things. Eh? Everyone yeah, gets yeah. used to different things, I suppose. I suppose they do, but I mean, God. I don't know. I mean, a bloke that I follow on Twitter, they can call him Booter, he's under Northern Territory, drives stock crates, he works on a, on a stock, and he's uh, stocking station bloke and does all this stuff up there, carting around six decks of bloody cattle and old triple road trains and everything. And he loves it. That's what he does, you know. When I first met him, he was he was towing fuel tankers. He was driving those big quad fuel tankers for BP up there. 
Mm. Um, and he went back onto the station and was doing the, doing the stock and driving around. He gets on the graders and does the roads and and, and all that sort of thing. It does shoot some of the most fantastic video that you've seen of you know the, the stock running around. And it's his life. He loves it. He, he makes it look good. Makes it, you know, it made me almost think for 30 seconds one day I wouldn't mind having a crack at that. Then I wake up to myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So we're not all made the same. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. you end up in this world with a stupid transport industry with uh, one set of rules sometimes that don't fit everyone. And um, we wonder why sometimes we find it difficult to recruit and retain drivers. And then, of course, you chuck on the rogue operators like old mate with a young fellow there today, and that just adds to the pain. And then we have the positivity that CJ was showing there before, talking about all the good stuff there is in the industry. And there is lots and lots and lots of good stuff in the industry. More good stuff than bad, I would say. Oh, definitely. But, some, but sometimes the, the bad stuff, when you see it, is really bad. Mm. And, uh, well, you guys... You guys know my history. Like I've I've been in small business, and you know mm -hmm. you wake up in the morning and you get that phone call that uh, sorry mate I, I can't pay you that check that I owed you, and the bank manager's just just frozen yeah. my bank account. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, it's a pretty gut wrenching thing to know that all your working capital has just has just been locked up in a in a in a in a creditors petition. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um. This, uh, as a driver, as an employee driver, it's, um, like I've done concrete before, and yeah, sure, we, we made good money um, doing high-rise commercial stuff, um, high-risk stuff, but the, the body can only handle that for so long. Um, I've been back on the road now for coming up, what, 17, 18 years now, and it's the, it's the only job that I've stuck with, and it's actually, it, it's actually worked. It's actually got us back. You know, when you lose everything two or three times through similar things, um, Keating's recession was one and all my farmers around us went broke, so we sold up. And then the other two times, um, bad bad credit. Um, getting back into behind the wheel is the thing that got us back on top again. And it didn't, didn't take us long at all with a bit of focus yeah. and tenacity to um, punch in those miles and... You know, it's it's um, it's a good living. It's a good comeback story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff. There are lots of good things happening out there, and, and uh, we do need to hear more of it, uh, much more of it, in fact, and, and you know, share some of those good stories. Um, I mean, where do you start? Things like Casino Truck Story, what truck show, what a good story that is. Yeah. Things like CJ, what a great story that is. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, anyway. that's where that's the passion is. Yeah, and that, that's what it's all about. It's just a, it's a shame some of us um, are geographically challenged, and you got to, you, you know, you, you might not. All it takes is um, an agent down in Melbourne to say, "Oh, listen, I don't want those twenty pallets today. I want them tomorrow, or the, or, you know, twenty-four hours later." And all yeah. of a sudden, you're held over in North Queensland, and you can't get back to Brisbane, and you you can't get to these events. Mm. But, um, yeah. Well, that, that trucking is one of those things. I mean, one of the hardest things to understand, particularly from the family point of view, is if you're if you're long distance driving, sometimes it is difficult to get home for those important days. Mm. If you're an if you're an owner driver, at least have a little bit more control over that. Mm. 
Mm. Um, but, um, you know, that can often come at the sacrifice of a job that you were going to do or, you know, there, there are, there's a price to pay for every decision you make. Mm. Let's put it that way. I mean, we all know that to be true. Yeah, but every, every good plan, you know, can be wrecked in the first three hours of the week. Oh, you know, yeah. if, if you know, you, you may have planned. Look, as an allocator, you can plan the best to have a driver back home for for what he wanted. Um, yeah. But due to any like circumstances way beyond anyone's control, yeah, um, it just doesn't happen, and it's it is very hard to deal with. You know, people are upset because they're not making it back to um, to functions that they want to go to. Um, yep. Yeah. But not only that, oh, it, it, it causes extra stress for the for a driver all week because yeah. they're trying to play catch up from an event that you know they had nothing to do with. Yeah. Well, last week, not last week, the week before, I got caught short, and when I went back when I went back through my work diary, it was because of the uh, the delays that I had coming out of Brisbane on day one yeah. and day two. Um, so by the time I got to day fourteen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was I was caught short, and the boss is yeah. going, "Well, how the hell does that work? Well, you know, uh, what do you do? Mm. Something that happened fourteen, something that happened thirteen days ago has just screwed you over on day uh, on day yeah. fourteen of your fortnight. Yeah, yeah, because well, you're because you're you're out of hours for your fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. all because of poor infrastructure and um, or whatever the case may be. You know, someone someone's had a Someone's had a mishap and squashed the car, and next minute, well, today, um, poor old combi van caught on fire, and of course, it was the traffic was banked up from just a smidge south of Calandra Turn off all the, all the way back down to uh, the Big Fish, back to Caboolture. Oh yuck! You know, yuck! There was there was blenders and all the all the North Queensland runners they were all caught up in that. It would have been hours before that was clear. Mm. Yeah. You know, and now you now you're back to uh, what? What was it? Not nine hours from Brisbane to the Cracker Factory. Yeah. That you were telling. Oh. Us. Well, we, we both know. Like I, I said, you know, I used to cut that nitric up to Bajul there, and uh, you know, normally six and a half to seven hours from the Cracker Factory, as you call it, down to uh, down to um, Brisbane, um, and you, with the amount of roadworks there are on the Bruce Highway now, you're lucky to do it, mate. It's mm. just ridiculous. Yeah. Just ridiculous, and that, and that could get a driver caught, um, you know, a day a day from home because he's got to have a, you know, you, you've got to get home like Yogi tonight's got to got to do that he's got to go to. Um, yeah. Something's gone gone wrong, and he's uh, all of a sudden he's got to have his twenty four hour break, and he's he's eight hundred kilometres from home. You know, it all oh, just goes out the window. Well, I've got I've got down to Newcastle. And it's three hours from Newcastle to my home depot just up the road. Three hours. And you're coming into Newcastle and you're looking at the time of the day um, and you, you know what you've got in front of you to do and you know how many hours you've got left and it all depends on the traffic on the M7 whether you're going to make it or not. Mm. Yep. And when you're, when you're running on an electronic logbook, <laughs> you know, it, uh, mm. it can be a little bit can be a little bit stressful getting towards the end, you know. Mm. And uh, it, it's sometimes those sort of things. This is one of the reasons why, you know, we, we talk about things like electronic logbooks in the real world. They're a great thing, 
um, the, there's a, been a, a thing that I read from um, from um, Overdrive magazine only today, where the F, FMCSA, which is the uh, governing body that looks after things in the states, aren't saying a hell of a lot about logbooks now, electronic logbooks now, because there's been a few studies have been done now on electronic mm-hmm. work diaries in the states since they became mandatory over there, and they're not getting the results that they expected to get. In fact. Things are not looking nice at all. They get worse numbers now in a lot of cases for minor accidents and, and things like that. Um, drivers sleeping in places that are unsafe, etc. Since they've been doc- uh, since they bought these logbooks in, and I could just say that the same thing will probably happen in Australia if it happens here mandatorily as well. So, you reckon about that, Trev? Well, that's it. Have you seen the photos of all the trucks pulled up on the shoulder on off ramps and on ramps over there? Yeah, I have. Yep, I have. You know, it's, it's not just half a dozen trucks. It's it's dozens and dozens of trucks. Well, there's only one parking space for every 11 trucks in the States, and I would think we wouldn't be too far apart. Hmm. It's just one parking when, space when for every 11 it. trucks. Hey? Well, how many trucks run up and down the, the Hume every night? What, what, what oh, is that? It's, they... in, it's in the thousands. It's uh, it's over three thousand, I think three thousand eight hundred or something. Yeah. Every, every so you night. got what? You got I'd ten spots wrong. at Uncle Leo's. You got twenty spots at BP Eastern Creek. You got half a dozen mm. spots at, on the M4, both sides yeah. of the road. Yeah. So not even 50, 50 spaces of uh, general general park. BP Eastern Creek. You got half a dozen mm. spots at, on the M4, both sides yeah. of the road. Yeah. So not even 50, 50 spaces of uh, general general parking. Yeah. Right. Well, wow. it's a lot of uh, spaces need at the end of the night, isn't it? Well, yeah. we all everyone wants to be compliant, but sometimes if we haven't got the infrastructure to be compliant with, and that's what this rest area steering committee is all about, and all the rest of it. But even that's got complicated now. Um, yeah, very, you know, very complicated. I mean, when that first started out and we started talking about that with Glenn Stirl, the whole thing was very, very pure. It was going to be very, very simple. But politics has got in the road of common sense, it seems. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I think we're going to we're going to struggle now uh, in order for that funding to be unlocked. Now, my understanding is, and I'm sure Glenn will correct me because I'm sure he's listening to this, he's out driving today, he's on the way up to Fitzroy Crossing with three trailers of mattresses and stuff that have been delivered up there to help the people up in the floods because he's one of the few politicians that actually gets off his ass and goes out and does some real work and gets in touch with the real people and it's one of the things I respect about Glenn. Um, when we first started talking about all this years ago when he was in opposition and before he, you know, when I put my submission into his inquiry that he, that he ran when he was in opposition... Now, there were there were things that we talked about which were quite simple, and he always said that he would do his best to do them. But unfortunately, politics has got in the road. So now, with that money that they've got on the rest area steering committee to be unlocked, it's going to be a dollar for dollar basis with the states, and the local area councils have got to make a, a, a submission to get something done in their area um, through the the uh, appropriations part, and, uh, and then the, the federal government will, will pay that money dollar for dollar on those projects. 
So, you know, the drivers, I would encourage any of the drivers that are listening to this or anyone who has an interest in it, they've got to get onto the local councils and say, this rest area needs improvement, this area needs that. You know, we, we can put a rest area there. And then they, then they can allocate that and then they can make the applications to get the federal money unlocked. And please, for God's sake, someone do it before the end of the year, otherwise it's going to cost me two boxes of stubbins. <laughs> it's, um, people, people have been marching off to Canberra to get things fixed. And Canberra, they make the big decisions, but the, the micro decisions are all made at the council level. And yeah. if, if the drivers can't go in there and, and, and lobby their local member, for God's yeah. sake, you know, put something down on paper and get get one of your family members, your your, your partner, to hand it personally, hand it to the to the local member and say, mm-hmm. you know, this is a safety issue. We need to we need to address this. There's money in Canberra, and as soon as you say that, of course, there is brick up. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's where it all starts is at the at the local um, the local level, and then it goes through, as you say, it goes through the through the engineers, through the programs, and, and, and finally to uh, to get funding for it. But it all starts yeah. from your, your local member. Yeah. Um, I, I've just got a text message from Bob McMillan. He wants to call in and have a bit of a say about all this sort of stuff. You want him, want him to just call in, do you, uh, Tech Guy? Yeah, we'll um, get him to call in. We might just um, we might just shoot well, to a song now and we'll get him to call yeah. in. Um, well, I'll jump off and uh, put some put some go juice in this uh, in this beast, and I'll um, yep. I'll be all ready for when Bob comes back on. All right. Well, thanks very much for calling in, uh, Trev. Yeah. Nice to talk to you. We'll have to catch up at some stage, mate. It's been a while. Yeah, that's it. I reckon I reckon it'll be the truck show. It'll be the next Brisbane truck show. It'll be the be the, the day. We'll all be oh, there. We'll be there, mate. We'll be there with breaking mm. news at the Brisbane Truck Show. <laughs> breaking news at That's the Brisbane it. Truck Show. I'll, I'll be there for two days, so, yeah, that'll be good. All right, know, we'll catch well, up, mate. Well done, gentlemen. You're, you're doing good. I'll, Love enjoying bo- uh, listening to it. Oh, boy, you'll be up at the plough in. Yeah, what's oh, your song word, request mate. there? Um, you got a bit of angels there, but he um, take a long while? Yeah, probably <laughs> do. Yeah, I, we'd have to have that. That's on my playlist. Yeah. Um, right, eh? We'll see if we can sneak that one in soon, Trevor. Right, eh? Right, right, number. Thanks, guys. Right, thanks, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. The dial in number for those that are interested. The dial in number for those that are interested 0491 825 633. That's 0491 825 633. Well, we might call in now, Bob. Yeah, we'll get Bob on the line, but we might just shoot to some bit of Rick Springfield, another one of Blondie's picks, eh? Do you know, know, do you know any of his music, Mike? Oh, Rick Springfield. Well, not really. I'm not really a Rick Springfield fan. What's the song? Jesse's Girl. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. About the only, about the only hit song you ever had. Right, <laughs> Right, eh? <laughs> Hopefully we'll be back with Bob. Blondie will be down the street. Something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I wanna make her mine And she's watching me with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night
Welcome back, Mike. Mike, how'd you back. like that song, Mike? Oh, look, it was all right. Yeah. Are you just saying yeah. that because you've been told not to comment tonight? That's right. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I can't believe that you're actually behaving yourself. I'm doing my best. I am doing my best because I'm. There's only there's only three things that scare me in this world, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Rosie, <laughs> Amanda, and Blondie. Really? That's it. That's good to have you. Well. We've got a guest here. Bob, how are you? Good, thanks, Craig. How are you going, mate? Oh, I'm very well, thanks. How's, how's, how's life up there at the moment? Oh, well, even on rainy days, I live in paradise, but it's been a nice sunny day today. Uh, good to see. We're yeah, super yeah. flush with guests this week, aren't we? We are. Well, that's good to see. Must be getting popular, Mike. Must be. Must be having something to do with it. Yeah. We we uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Actually, I, I uh, had a, we had a long form interview with uh, or chat with Bob for the podcast that uh, yesterday that came out yesterday morning, and um, we had a, there was a lot of stuff. There were, we left a lot of stuff undiscussed, didn't we, Bob? We ran out of time. Yeah, well, we we covered a fair bit of territory, but every bit of territory we covered opened up a bit more. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We do have just before we go on to that, Mike, I'd just like to pay tribute to Daryl and his uh, his recollections of Tiny Lollback at the casino. 
Uh, yeah. Tony was a great mate of mine. I, I uh, grew up in Port Macquarie and started my driving career on the Pacific Highway and up over through Casino, Kyogle, Mount Menzies and all those sorts of fun places, dodging everyone and anyone. And uh, met some wonderful people up through there. And uh, Tony passed away at uh, far too young a age. And uh, it just brought back some lovely memories when Daryl was talking about him. And uh, and uh, I can, you know, he's uh, he, he, he was proud to be part of the industry. And uh, his input to Daryl has obviously been very positive and uh, well recognised. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's, that's 20 bucks in the team for you. <laughs> well, that's fine. Because you called our first guest Daryl four times. And his name's yeah. Darren. Well, I went. Well, I went close. <laughs> no, I do, I do have to give you one thing. One one thing about most truck drivers, you 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 were consistently and confidently wrong four times. So, well done. Yeah, well, I was a bit like that with logbooks too. Till I worked out, I better change my, my habits. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now they call them work diaries, and that's totally confusing. Yeah, no, Darren, Darren Goodwin, mate, the casino okay. truck Apolo- coach. Apologies, Darren. I'll uh, probably Ten- call you Daryl when I have a beer with you, but I, I know <laughs> your real name now. Ten years, uh, ten years of truck show this yeah. year, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And, anyway, uh, I, I just be. appreciate. I really do appreciate Darren's recollections because they brought back a few happy memories for me, mate. Well, that that's excellent. Very good. Yeah. There we go. And, uh, I, I, I've, I've got to correct you, otherwise Dan will think I don't care. No, well, that's all right. But the thing about thing about Tiny, like uh, um, I was listening to CJ earlier there, and she's proud to be a part of the industry, and Tiny was equally proud to be a part of the industry, and as so many of us are. And uh, it's easy to dwell on the hard stuff and the difficult stuff and the things that are wrong, but uh, I'll go along with CJ. There's a lot more to be proud of in this industry than to be worried about. And uh, yeah. Regardless of whether you're uh, what 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 corner you're coming from, uh, we need to we obviously need to fix up the things that are wrong, but we obviously don't need to fix up the things that aren't wrong. Because I've always gone by the adage that if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. That's right. How about that? That's, How about that's that, what, that what, poor young fellow? That's, that's right. Well, I was going to say, how about that? You, you hear that? What Trevor was saying about that poor young fellow that. That didn't get paid for his empty case from Mackay to from Mackay yeah, well, to Bowen. That you know, I've been in the industry sixty years, as you know, Mike, and that's been going yeah. on ever since. Yeah, and it still is, and you know, and that's uh, you know, it really is a a, 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 a sad uh, that part of it is really a sad uh, a sad commentary on the industry and the people in it, you know, and. Uh, Pretty rude, isn't it? You know, like I don't know whether that sort of thing happens from the top down or the bottom up. I don't know where it comes mm. from, but uh, I think it's all about to do with man's inhumanity to man, and that goes on yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Oh, like but, I said, uh, you're a shark you know, in our all... industry, not just trucking, but I'd yeah. love to know who that I... bloke was because I'd out him as quick as look at you. All I can suggest is the young people coming along that want to be part of the industry be very careful who you work for. Find reputable people with good-looking and well-kept and well-maintained equipment, and yep. um, you know, ask around, ask around yep. because the pe- because the uh, you know uh, what should we call them um, the undesirables, mm. uh, their reputation's easy to hear about or to find if you ask about them. Yeah, the the pond scum certainly do. Yeah, come out, don't they? Yeah, now, be- before we get too carried away, Bob, I wanted to have a quick chat to you 
after casino at the other end of August. There's an event going on in the middle of Australia, we hope, at, yes. the, uh, at the Road Transport Hall of Fame. And I was having a bit of a chat with Mr. Nick Proust on the phone the other day. He's the, uh, the man he's who runs the show there, as you well know. He's the chief, chief executive officer these days. He's the, he's the chief cook and bottle washer, apparently. Yeah, but he does have a he does have a statutory manager and a very good committee behind him. Yep. So the the uh, the Hall of Fame uh, people, we wanted to tell uh, tell everyone that you can actually buy a membership to the Hall of Fame. Yes, you can uh, be a member. The, the 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 overarching body is called the Road Transport Historical Society. That's right. And you so can yeah, buy yeah. a membership. You can buy a membership of the Road Transport Historical Society, and and uh, that way you uh, you become a member, and you you you, you know you, you you get all the newsletters and the emails and all the stuff, and and uh, regardless of all that, you can go on their Facebook page, and um, um, be part of things there, become a top fan like I am. But there's a few reasons why I'm a top fan. I've uh, I've been going there every year since 2010, apart from. 2020 that was cancelled mm. and uh, I went originally in 2005 and uh, I just uh, I, I, words fail me to describe the feelings and the emotions and the uh, uh, you know just the surprises that come like I, I've bumped into people that I haven't seen for 40 or 45 years and thought I'd never see again and uh, you know and then you go next year and you think well, wonder what surprises there are here and, and every year is full of surprises and some yep. of the people that, uh, you know, say maybe 20 years ago I bumped into, um, they've decided to come every year like I do. So there's, a, there's mm. a few of us regulars, not as many as there used to be because quite a few have fallen off the perch, sadly. Mm. But, uh, look, I can only recommend highly uh, people who want to see the industry uh, represented and the history of it preserved and something really, really positive about the industry in place to all Australians and overseas visitors, and not only truck drivers, but there's heaps of nomads and tourists and all sorts of people visit the place. It's the third biggest tourist attraction in the Northern Territory, would you believe? Mm. Oh, I would believe it. I uh, was quite amazed when I went there last year as, as your guests and got to walk around. And, and uh, we, well, it, it all started off with the Transport Women Australia breakfast at the on the Friday morning and finished up with the, the dinner in the Kenworth Hall on Saturday night and uh, met, met some of those legends that, that you introduced me to and I was just gobsmacked by the stories and, and the history and everything. If you, uh, if you want to nominate someone for the Hall of Fame, what do you have to do, Bob? Uh, you go onto the, uh, you can just go onto the website, uh, uh, you know, in, in the national, well, there's a number of ways. You just Google what you think might fit, like the Road Transport Hall of Fame or the Road Transport Historical Society or um, even um, the National uh, Road Transport Museum. That's what it's known as these days. Just uh, go and find their website through your search engine and uh, just, you'll see a number of options and you'll see an opportunity where you can nominate someone for inductions. Yeah. Indu now, obviously, you know, induction, induction nominations, or how to nominate, or just even if you just Google, how do I nominate someone to be inducted on the Road Transport Hall of Fame? That will come up. 
Yeah. Now there is a charge that they do take to uh, yeah. to put to put in the nomination. Um, um, I must say too that the nominations, if someone is nominated, it would be very very unusual for them to be not uh, well, not recognised. Yeah, the guideline is that you need to have been a, uh, a a member of the, you know, participating member of the industry for 30 years. But uh, there are people who've been nominated, accepted, and accepted for less of that. Because my view on it is that even if it's only been 20 years, if you spent a significant number of years in the industry and you've made the sacrifices that you have to make to, to you know, to, to to endure all the all the challenges we face. If you've been a responsible member of the industry and 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 and, and you've contributed to the, the you know the, the well-being of the industry and your own well-being and your families, you're just as entitled to be there after 20 years as you are after 30. No, I agree. So, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I, I would not discourage people from uh, applying if they haven't been in the industry 30 years. I just think that it'd be great to see them on the wall, regardless. Yeah, and that. That uh, the fee, the nomination fee that you pay, goes to pay for the certificates and the medallion that that uh, is handed to the nominee. You present it with a medallion and a lovely certificate, and then there's another certificate produced with photos and part of your story that goes up on the wall. And yep. uh, there's a, you know there's the administrative costs of all that are fairly, especially you know in the uh, in outback Australia, which Alice Springs is. And um, you know it's uh, it, it's it's not cheap, uh, and uh, but they've done a good job of keeping the costs contained. In my view, mate, you know it, it yeah. could be a lot worse. Well, it, it, it's a few hundred dollars, but having said that, yeah. I mean you, you've got a little bit of research to do before you do the application. You need to know all the details or a bit of the nominee's history. If they if you don't want if you wanted to make it a surprise nomination, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, you've got uh, all those provisions, and you can da- download the forms and go from there. Yeah, it's all, it's all in there. Pretty easy to go through, um, and and obviously, if you if you do go through it, I mean, there are people out there that are very, very, very deserving of being on the wall, who would never, in a pink fit, think that they deserve to be on the wall. Um, That's right. That's exactly so, right. Uh, so, you know. It's, uh, if you think someone deserves to be on the wall, then you know, go ahead and do the nomination and and, uh, and 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 cement their place in history in trucking in the trucking industry yeah. of Australia because you know they've we've all done the hard yards. So. The other the other side of that coin too uh, uh, that we should mention, Mike, is that uh, if uh, if you've got a family member or a father or an uncle or brother or whoever who's been part of the industry for regardless of how many years if they're passed away and you'd love to uh, create a memorial for them at the hall of fame they do accept posthumous nominations as well yeah they do we've cut the yeah. tech guy out of the conversation <laughs> oh, Craig hasn't been listening, Mike. No, no, he hasn't. We're gonna have to I think it's pretty easy to, trans- uh, to Google the Transport Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, I, I think I covered it all, but yes. you know, like the search engine's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, I'd, I'd advise anyone to go out there. You know, just have a look. We went out there, and 
you know, the kids were begging me to leave in the end. I, I just, you know, I, yeah. I'd, I'd see trucks and I'd ring some friends and say, oh, you wouldn't believe what I've just seen here. You yeah, know? that's right. And, and you're talking to folks, oh, yeah, that was, you know, there's one of Mills here and I spot rang a mm. mate of mine and he, you know, said, oh, that was a sister truck to one I drove. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, well, I, fantastic I was, place. Well, I was, out there, I was out there when the Mills family got nominated on the, Kelvin and his brother got nominated on the, on the wall and that was two or three years after they'd uh, closed their business down and it was an absolute privilege to meet them and have a yarn with them. And, mm. um, yeah. Uh, but the important thing is, uh, as far as, you know, like you, I don't think you went there during the uh, reunion, Trevor, but the reunion's always in the last full weekend in August. So this year, it's from, the 20, it's from the 24th to the 27th of August. Yeah. Right. So, so what I'm hoping to do is call in and catch up with all you blokes at Casino and, and Find out what this surprise is that Mike's keep Mike keeps hinting to hinting oh, about. Always, he still surprises every week. Oh, casino, mate. Mate. Be, he, he, be there the or time. be square. Casino. Yeah, right. But then I'm going to duck down to the Trangy Truck Show and see my old mates, my friends down there. Right. And uh, see, see Keith, Keith Millgate and all the old warriors down there, about the same age as me. And uh, me yeah. and can we tell some stories? Oh, well, I was exposed to some of your storytelling at the buddy Chinese restaurant that night in Alice Springs with all those fellas. Man, you've got a good memory, Mike. I was, I was exposed to some buddy stories that night with old <laughs> mate Andy Cole and buddy Primo and them. We were just and, getting uh, wound up and it was time to go home. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's yeah. what happens. And, uh, and, and, and having the old fellas trying to chat me misses up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, it's, it's, it's not your fault, Mike. Rose is just so lovable that we all love her. Unbelievable. He, uh, it, we've had we've had some uh, wonderful conversations. I'll make. Um, uh, oh, I can't hear his name. Rex. Is it Rex? Yeah, Rex, Rex Hill. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, God, was, God bless him. Rex. Rex was ninety six last Sunday. Yeah. And um, really? I, uh, I've had a little bit of a yarn with him and with his son, and oh. um, I'm not sure if he's well enough to come to Alice again or not, but we're hoping. Oh, we're hoping. righto. Well, Rex yeah. was there yeah, Rex, with his... Rex uh, was... Uh, yeah. Rex is 10 years older than me. Uh, sorry, yeah. I've got that wrong. Rex is 20 years older than me. Yeah. And when I was 18 and working for Bruce Panucci, I yeah. uh, Rex was driving a B-model Mac with a beautiful through of tanker behind it running up into northern victoria and north um south southern new south wales and doing all the mobile fuel yeah. and uh i met rex in the yard at melbourne and i just don't know what it was but we just hit it off and we've been yeah. made ever since yeah, well, 20, 20 years between us <laughs> there was a bike telling me a story about how you know that when your r190 is doing 100 miles an hour and i'm, I'm not saying it was rex but it might have been a bloke that looked, have been a bloke that looked like him. And, yeah. and uh, he said when, she, when the Speedo's gone around once and it comes back and covers up the high beam light, she's doing 100 mile an hour. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and and when, when, when you can't hear yourself think. Yeah, when it all goes, when it all goes quiet. That's exactly right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we're just talking, we're just talking, Craig, mate, I was there and I'm listening to these guys and the stories and the, 
we did, I reckon we, we grabbed about a thousand years and did about a hundred thousand kilometres at the table that night while yeah. I was there. Uh, um, but but oh, it mate. just brings we, out some like such interesting conversations, doesn't it? And 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 what you do realise when you get in a group like that is realising the camaraderie that was in the industry back then. Mm, mm. You know. No, yeah. no one was left behind. Well, we, you know no. the funny thing, Craig? Is it funny, Bob? Yeah, it is very funny, actually, when you think about it. <laughs> oh, we, those <laughs> days, back in those days when I was 18 and Rex was uh, 28. Uh, sorry, 40. Uh, 38. Hang on. Yeah. 38. Yeah, 30, yeah. I'll, get, yeah. I'll get the sums right in a minute. Um, yep. We never got booked for clerical errors. Yeah. No. Because all we did, if we buggered that logbook up, we'd go to the paper shop and buy another one and throw the other one in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the truth. I'm tell- I didn't make that up. I didn't make that up, Mike. That's the truth. No, I know it's any, the truth. Any time I bought a logbook at Gundigo at the paper shop and had to go and get another one at Wangaratta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrible. It's terrible how you just lose them like that. Just awful. Oh, well, they just... You know, like they just fell down behind the seat and you couldn't find yeah. them, and, yeah. and then the can of coke spilled on them, and oh, all sorts yeah. of stuff. Left it on the fuel tank. Yeah, well, no, that's a, that's a common story. We left it on the fuel tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, we never used to have to worry about that one because we just went and got a new one, and by the time he got wheeled at Seymour, it all looked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Those are yeah, the days, then, eh? There was, yeah, no, the, they reckon fortune favours the brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you just had to be brave enough to go to the paper shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't Rex, know. Rex will back, say... back that story up, uh, Mike and, and uh, Craig. Yeah. yeah no, I, I've got no doubt. No, mate, uh, was his name Andy Cole? I can't think of his yeah. proper name now. I can't think of his proper name now. Andy? Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, it was just, it was, a, it was an experience that, that um, it just sort of stands out in the memory. Yeah, yeah well, Andy's a family friend of Rex and his son, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's good value. He's been around for a couple of months. He Actually, what surprised me about Andy, he looks a lot younger than he is, so I, I don't know. Yeah. About, I, I asked him whether he'd found the elixir of youth, but he wouldn't admit to it. No. Yeah, uh, I just, yeah. uh, it was just an incredible place to go, and I think I think the thing that that stands out in my memory for me the most was when they'd cleaned all the area out in the middle of the Kenworth Hall there, and they've just got all the trucks parked along the walls, and I was standing in the middle of that, just on my own, and just looking at all the trucks, and it was like it was almost like a buddy, a religious experience. Yeah, yeah, an awakening. And away you were, you sort of, you're there and you're in the heart of it. You've got all those, those number ones of all the, of all the, the legends parked along the wall. And, you know, all these yeah. other big, big trucks just sitting there and you, the, 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 the space is so big. It's before they set up all the tables in there for the, for the, for the dinner. And, you know, I'm just sort of standing there in the middle of it and just looking at it all and the dead silence of it. And as I say, it was, just, it was just a religious experience. One of the things that stands out in my memory, you know. Yeah. The, the thing for me is, and you can talk about the Kenworth Hall, which is very, very special. As you said, all the original uh, trucks of a lot of models, and there's a few, mm. you know, there's a few, uh, 
few there that aren't original, like like uh, uh, um, Ronnie Fuse SAR and Lindsay's T six O one and and um, uh, the late Frank Lindsay's Cab Over and we go on and on yeah. and then you go out yeah. go out into the the other hall and you've got uh, you've got Wills of Scanier and and the late and and Mouse who's passed away his two story Volvo there and 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 um, um, Oh, there's just so many memories out there, mate, you know, and, and uh, all those trucks I either travel with or, you know, knew the, the owners or the drivers of, not all of them, yeah. not every one of them, but so many of them. And it's yeah. just, uh, that really is, it's a, it's a very sobering experience. And I, yeah. uh, you know, I just can't recommend it highly enough. If anyone has been there, please go again. And if you haven't been there, please go soon. But keep, yeah. keep in mind that that last full weekend in August this year from the 24th to the 27th is very special yeah. and uh, the more the merrier because uh, the more people well, would go the more uh, the, the more support it gets the more important it becomes yeah. and I would I would also say that I mean while while the uh, and it'd be foolish to deny that there haven't been some issues out of Alice Springs with a little bit of a little bit of uh, drama with with some of the locals out there etc um, all the motels and everything in Alice Springs are all secure. They've all got yes, secure and, parking. And the, caravan, and the caravan parks and camping grounds too, Mike. They're, they're all, they're all, um, they're all got um, everything is well in hand. That's all I can say. Yeah. You, well, you, the, 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 the issue is too that uh, not everything. It's a bit like road transport. Not everything yeah. in road transport is wrong, but not no. everything that. It, and, and it's not only bad stuff going on at Alice Springs. It's just the media are highlighting it, sensationalising yep. it, and uh, they're not being real fair in a way. We had a great no, time I... out there with four kids, and we just happened to turn up at the um, they call it the, the Nationals up there. Yep. For the, with the cars, and we were out there with the, the oh yeah, yeah, the, uh, the and... yeah, the cent, yeah. Cent, 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 yeah, and um, yeah. it was actually the. I think a couple of days before we were at um, Dali Waters there, and yeah, they yeah. all turned up coming down from Darwin. Yeah, yeah. well, they're the, they're on the weekend after the reunion often. Yeah, yeah that's okay. right. So you can yeah. even make if you want to make it a fortnight's holiday, you can stay up there for them too. But uh, the thing about it is that uh, you know, like I've been going there. I went there in two thousand and five, and then I've gone every year from two thousand and ten onwards. And I've never had one anxious moment in the main street, no. in the mall, in the shopping centre, or anywhere else. Uh, you just, uh, you know, um, you're as safe as you want to be, provided you don't do stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah well, it's a, but that's the same in any capital city or any city in Australia. If you go in, yeah, and, well, and get yourself in a bad situation, you're going to find, find yourself in a bad situation, no matter what city you're in. Well, I, so, I haven't travelled. I haven't travelled the world like some people, but I'm pretty sure it's the same all over the world, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've, I've travelled around a lot of places around the world, and I tell you what, it's always good to get back home to Australia. I can say that. Well, that's that's the way I feel about Cardwell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Beautiful spot up there. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful right. spot. Beautiful spot up there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, there you go. What else are we going to talk about? We've done the we've done the road transport hall of fame to death. I, I uh, go and buy yourself a membership, book in, nominate someone for the hall of fame, 
do it. We only live once. We're here for a, you know, we're only here for a short time. Recognise the people who deserve recognition. That's all I can yeah, say. The thing, the thing, the thing about it too, if you really want to be, if you want to really be exclusive, you can buy a life membership. Well, you can too. I, I don't know what it costs these days, but I happen to be a life member, and I was also wanted out there in 2018 uh, uh, in yeah. a special way, but uh, still leaves me speechless and. So he was made an icon of the industry, Craig. Yeah, okay. And yeah. and and Bob doesn't like to talk about it too much. I I believe Bob's a bit of a legend. Bob's been contributing to the industry since Razorback, yeah. and even before I believe. And um, he's you know mentored a few people. I'm lucky enough that Bob has shown me a few things, introduced me some people, and and. Uh, highlighted the error of my ways because I'm not perfect sometimes and Bob's one Nobody of the few is. people like Bob, Bob's one of the few people I can rely on to be completely honest with me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know you know how sometimes everyone call, everyone reckons it's great that you're a state shooter until you're a straight shooter with them and then you're just an asshole yeah. <laughs> it's a fine line uh, between that it's a fine line but 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 I, oh, this is why I always used to sign my uh, sign my things with my name and my contact details. So if anyone had anything to say about what I had to write, um, that they could email me directly and say it to me. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I've got a lot of feedback over the years, um, but I was extremely honoured when Bob uh, sent me a message and, and uh, we ended up having a bit of a chat and we've been talking to each other ever since and, um, Bob was the reason I went out to the Hall of Fame. I, I was always going to do it, but there was always some excuse to not go, you know, over the working or... And Bob said to me, make time. Make the time to go out. Yeah. It's like making the time to go to the casino to the truck show for the end of the year. Yeah. Make the time. Yeah. Do yourself a favour. It's one of those things. Yeah, I'd like to go out this year. Um, well, we'll I think the, you should. The schedule well, guess, allows uh, this year, guess, though. Yeah, uh, I don't want to be swamped with phone calls about this, uh, Craig, but uh, I always book a dozen or 15 rooms at the uh, Diplomat Motel, um, okay. which is a nice, yeah. secure motel right in the centre of town. Yep. And uh, I usually try and round up 20 or 30 people to join me up there each year just to sort of, um, well, just so I'm not up there on my own with a heap of strangers. <laughs> not, that there's any, not that there's any strangers. Everyone I bump into, oh, I remember you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should, should so, be pretty uh, easy to you know, like, uh, strike a conversation sorry, out there. Hey? Yeah. Should so be anyway, pretty easy. If you, if you need a room, give me a call, Craig. You've got yeah. my number. Yeah, I do. It's um, right. I have, I've filled half to go so far. I've got, I've got about 18 people coming so far. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then there's uh, people, a few others coming up with their vans and going to the caravan park too, which is good. Yeah. Well, I'm actually looking for a caravan. I don't know if I'll have it by August, but. All right. Yeah, oh, well, we well, will try the big Aero, Aero, Aerobus. Yeah, right. This, this year. Yeah, no, there. Go ahead, sorry. No. So what, what else would you like to talk about, Mike? Well, there's been a truck driver's been pulled up in Queensland after the crime squad detectives allegedly uncovered a massive drug stash in the back of his truck. Yeah. Police have... The police have intercepted a Hino Pantech truck travelling from Melbourne on the Gold Coast Friday afternoon. Did they call uh, it a Pantech or a B-double? 
No, no, they're called a Rahino pancake. Wow. Wow. Is this true? Yeah, the, the policeman that pulled him up must be doing a bit of part time truck driving <laughs> for someone. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, they discovered 136 kilos of cannabis stored in cryovac bags mm. uh, behind the palm. She had a load of palm trees on. We're mm. uh, taking palms from Melbourne to Queensland. You wouldn't read about it. That's the mistake mm. right there. Exactly. Is that really a lot of dope, though? 130 kilos. We usually cut the palm trees to Melbourne. That's right. The Gold Coast Major Crime Squad, an organised crime squad detective, charged the man after he allegedly drove the truck containing a large quantity of cannabis from Melbourne. How much Uh, cannabis was it? 136 kilos. Not even a pallet. Would that be a large quantity? I wouldn't have thought so. Well, they got old well, mate at the Mexican border in the US the other day with eight ton of it on. Yeah. That's, a, that's having a go, though, isn't it? That's personal use, Bob. She's 130 kilos. You just put it in your, in your car. Well, I, I, I don't give a stuff what it is or how much it is. Any drug trafficker, a drug, drug merchant or any person carrying drugs, they should be flogged to death. <laughs> you know, we go on about... We went on the other day, we listened to to uh, Gary Mann the other day saying these bloody load board people with their cheap freight rates were endangering people on our roads. Mm. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, drug traffickers and drug couriers and all the people associated with illicit drugs, they should be booked for attempted murder, not anything else. <laughs> oh, well. When's your political career start, Sorry? Yeah. When's your political career start? When's your political career start? Mate, I'd rather yeah. be on the outside looking in than on the inside looking out. You reckon it's better to yeah. throw rocks from the outside? I reckon, yeah, this fella that was drive, I reckon this fella that was driving that truck will spend a bit of time looking from the inside. You know the problem with politics, Craig? Oh, there's a many. By the time you sell your soul to enough people to get, get popular enough to be elected... You've forgotten what you came there for in the first place. Yeah, I think that's like the old saying in, 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 um, in Florida. Mm. When, you're sur- when you're surrounded by alligators, it's a bit hard to remember that you only came to drain the swamp. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sure they're all yeah. well-intentioned in the start. Yeah, uh, no. I, I would question that. I would question that. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be fair there. I know that, but anyway, let's not go there. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Did you get that little email I sent you a couple of days ago about the uh, about Trucking Australia, the report? I did. Did you open it? I've had a brief skim over it. Were you underwhelmed or overwhelmed? I was underwhelmed, to be honest with you. Totally underwhelmed. Yeah, I was totally underwhelmed by it. Yeah, I talk about yeah. gloss over the real issues. Like, you know, we've been yeah. listening to uh, we listen to Michael Caine and and and, uh, uh, and Gary, and and uh, you know, there's obviously been a lot of reading between the lines on what they're saying. There's obviously been a lot of meetings in the background, and there's someone's got a few plans going on somewhere. Mm. I'm wondering if the ATA's been invited, involved, or uh, totally oblivious to it all. <laughs> Well, it's uh, and I, it I is thought, a little. Bit... I think that I think more of David Smith than to wonder those things, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I'm surprised to be honest with you. I'm surprised 
that some of it just gets anybody airtime at all. You know, uh, they even say they'll be examining the industry and find ourselves at a pivotal moment with the burdens of the last few years, unresolved long-term problems, uh, future technology and the transition challenges are all arriving at the same time. Quoting directly yeah. from the report. It all sounds that sounds funny. Think about it, unresolved long-term problems. That's yeah. They don't. Uh, they don't mention one of the main, any of the main ones. But what what uh, what sort of struck me was page twelve. Mm-hmm. The headline is financially sustainable businesses. Yeah. yeah. I thought this is interesting. They've turned the commercial in confidence corner here. We better have a look at this. Mm. Yep. All they've done is tell us that thirty-four percent of businesses can pass on in, only thirty-four percent of businesses can pass on increased fuel costs. They don't talk about yeah. any of the other costs, just fuel. Yeah. Right? And then the second dot says businesses that can raise their charges are rarely able to increase them by more than the CPI. Yeah. And this tells us that uh, it goes on, you know, it's a bit like, uh, oh, I don't know what it's like, but uh, fuel costs aren't the only reason why businesses aren't financially sustainable. It's no, that's part right. of it. But that's all they're talking about here. And, uh, you know, like what we've been talking about, uh, you know, they're going about road charge, use it, road user charging reform and all that sort of stuff. And you wonder how much they understand about what happened in 1979 with some of the stuff yeah. they got in there. But uh, I just, uh, I'm just gobsmacked that the, 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 uh, the major representative association for the road transport industry in Australia can be so far wide of the mark on what the real yep. issues are mm. and, uh, and 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 really all they're really doing is ignoring uh, you know and it's a bit no different to what happened in 79 and uh, onwards onwards and onwards and onwards they just you know well, that, that report I referred to last week with the Dean Craig prepared they, uh, they they just chose to ignore it because they said oh that all that information's commercial incompetence well yeah it, it, they, no one was trying to reveal any commercial and confidence information about any particular company or or organisation. All they were trying to do was make the point that something needs to change, something needs to yep. be dealt with, something needs to not keep going on the way it is. Mm. Yeah. Well, they've got a they've got a few nice. I don't know. You probably haven't seen this report, have you, Craig? No, so, I, I haven't. But which is by the sound of it, appended. I'd, yeah. You'd be un- you'd be down, underwhelmed as well. You can download well. it. You can download um, it off, 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 off the, from the uh, ATA uh, uh, Friday. Oh, look, I, I, I can I can I can forward it to you, Craig. Yeah. I'm, I'm look, actually I've it's, actually none of it's ever a surprise that, that somebody writes these reports or has an investigation and, mm. and the outcomes just you know it, it's just bullshit. It's there's nothing yeah. to it. Um, they've never even touched on the actual subject. But well, I, I still can't it, believe yeah. we. we you know, we believe that we're always at the mercy of of the big retailers or whatever. We're actually not. That's we're, exactly we're right. We're only at the mercy because we allow it to happen. So, yeah. you know, it, it's such it's been so common for for forever that you can have like a, a loading agent or a retailer or someone else who, who's um, initiating the load tell you what they're willing to pay 
Can mm. I go into their premises and tell them what you're That's willing exactly to pay? exactly right. So mm. when when as an industry we're we just going to go, no, nah, sorry, mm. this is not how it works. You don't get in a cab and say, oh, I'm going to pay you this much. You don't go and buy a bottle of milk and say, ah, you don't get to a checkout and try to barter with the price. Mm. Like, so when as an industry we're we just going to stand up and say no? Mm. Well, that's right, those are... And you, you ring up any one of these majors and, and even the ones that have um, fallen of, of late and ask them for a price to move a pallet from from um, Melbourne to Brisbane. And, mm. and you'd be horrified in what they charge yeah. because you know what they're paying a, a subcontractor or, or whatever to cart that. And it's yeah. in many situations less than half mm. so you know we've actually as an industry got to stop them we we've, we enable them to do it yeah we we have um, there's a few interesting statistics on here though you know and geez i'll get shot for that too that, yeah. you, know, you have the knives out for comments like this but yeah well say no screw them I'm, I'm more than happy to say it out loud and this is the problem that we've got this is an industry that employs two hundred thousand people mm. There are 59,000 trucking businesses. 59,000 trucking businesses. Right. Yeah. yeah. The average the average age of your truck driver these days is 47, according to their stats. I wouldn't say right. yeah. I, don't, I don't think that would be right. I don't, I don't think that's right. I think it's older than that. Um, and they say that 3% of drivers are, truck drivers are female, as if that makes any difference. Um I, look, I accept that there are less female truck drivers, but I mean, how, what's the percentage of males that are nurses mm. or males that are school teachers? Yeah. I mean, this is old. This old gender thing is just a ridiculous you know, no, beat yeah, up, in no, my opinion. Not, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of that conversation. If you can yeah, do man. the job, I don't care whether you, you know, what you identify as or who you are. Do the you damn come from. job. Mm. I don't care where you come from. Don't care yeah. what colour you are. All I require of you in this country to drive a truck in this country is that you understand the rules, you understand the etiquette, you've got the right licence, you've got the right experience, you've been trained appropriately. Yeah. That's all I expect. Yeah. I, don't Just, ex uh, no, I don't expect... It's not rocket science. No. 175,000 light rigid trucks, 373,500 heavy rigids, and 115,500 articulated trucks. I think registered. those numbers are even a little inaccurate. Too, too oh, I do. I, do. I, think, they're probably, yeah. I think you're probably right, yeah. Bob. Just to go back to what Trevor was saying earlier, though, about not being able to tell people what you'll pay for their product. Um, yeah. Mike, you weren't, weren't uh, a party to this, but Mike and I were having a discussion the other day, Craig. Yeah. And uh, I, I sort of said to Mike, I said, and, and I, I'm sure Mike echoes this, mm. uh, I never actually got anywhere as an owner-driver until I worked out how to say no, even when it was scary to do so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, they go on about Scots and how they were trapped in this these low rates and extended payment times and everything else. But 40% of the of the market that they're in, all Scots had to do to the, still had to say to the customer, well, okay, see you later. Go and see who else you can get at a short notice. Mm. Yeah. The only reason between their legs in five and a half minutes. The only reason that the refrigerated freight task has been picked up through the rest of the industry quite so quickly is because 
the equipment was there to be bought. Yeah, the Scots equipment was there to be bought for other people to take it on. So it didn't change the numbers of trucks on the road, didn't change the number of drivers on the road. Nothing no. has changed. What's changed is we've shifted the deck chairs. That's all that's changed. I will say this, Mike. There's, uh, there's a lot of uh, consignors and grocery companies and uh, shippers or whatever we want to call them in the background complaining about the, uh, the fact that the rates haven't gone down, they've gone up. Yeah, that's right. Well, right, according to the they're, stats they're, on this report, we moved 234.6 billion ton kilometres of goods moved by road each year. Mm. 234.6 billion ton kilometres. Yeah. Mm. It's not as if we're sitting around doing nothing. 80% of non-bulk freight is route moved by road. 80%. Yeah, and it's not as if what we're doing isn't essential either, but you'd think it wasn't the way that the politicians and the and the large associations and, and yeah. that carry on about it. Hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like people, we, we just don't understand our importance in the scheme of things. Yeah. Well, they're talking about standing up for trucking um, and they've got all the, the badges all over Australia. So we've got Nat Road, we've got Western Roads Federation, our good mate Cam, the ALRTA, uh, South Australian um, Road Transport Association, QTA, my, my friend Gary Mann, who was on the show, Nat Road, Warren, how are you, buddy? Um, Road Freight New South Wales, Victorian Transport Association. They're talking about all these people standing up. These are the, these are the half a dozen key points of standing up for Australia that the ATA had done. So, Better roads and... Right? So, just just on that, why weren't they standing up four years ago? Nothing's well, changed. Nothing why changed. weren't they standing up 44 years ago, Craig? <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> yeah, but at least, you know, four years, they've, uh, the leopard's right. changed its spots pretty quick. Yeah, well, this is, this is what this bunch of luminaries has managed. You know, and I've got friends in all these in all these uh, associations. I'm not denigrating yes, I'm the, good work that, the, the good work that they've done, but by God, there must be some arguments in the background. We've got a billion-dollar commitment to upgrading the Queensland in, inland freight route, a billion dollars. That's not going to go very far. There's a Tasmanian rest area strategy, and I've got to get... Uh, I, I can't remember her name Michelle. off the top of my head. The lovely lady from Tasmania to come on and talk to me about that. Michelle. Uh, Michelle, that's right, Michelle. Um, we've got three new effluent disposal sites in the country. Three. Wow. Wow. We've upgraded and done some sealing on the Tanami. And we've got some critical upgrades to motorways and urban freight links. Um, they've achieved some exemptions from ex in, uh, some important industry-related insurance products. They've delivered industry-focused skills and training programs. I'd like to know where. Fighting unfair charges, including on toll roads. Well, we've still got toll roads. Mm. Uh, what about clerical errors? I side... bet they didn't mention them. Oh, sorry? I bet they didn't mention clerical errors. <laughs> yeah. Um, this counts for deals for, com for member companies with commercial partners. Additionally, right. ATA member associations have been vital advocates and partners on issues the ATA is focused on to secure the future. Nothing in there for drivers except for the Tasmanian rest area strategy. I think yeah, that well, was one uh, or two rest areas in Tasmania. 
Yeah, I wonder what. Wonder how come they forgot to back up Trevor Warner with his with his uh, advanced uh, fatigue management application. Yeah, well, don't even start me, Bob. Yeah, well, I mean, that's their that's their achievement. This is the peak yeah. body, apparently. Yeah, I know, mate. Look, you know, we used to call that papering over the cracks, didn't we? Yeah, well, you you, you can't fix bullet wounds with band aids, mate. We, no, we talk we talk about uh, long term unresolved issues. Mm. You know yeah. the, the greatest but, every single problem that we've got in trucking uh, from a from a purely management point of view. I've I've had a few trucks and employed drivers. It was hard to get drivers when I was trying to employ them in the nineties. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was hard to get good drivers. You could you could get one or two good ones. But getting that third or fourth one, damn near impossible. Yeah. You know, and you can get blokes, you can get blokes who could drive the trucks and do the work and were good with the customers, but they couldn't do the paperwork. They were yeah. crap with the paperwork. You yeah. get you could get blokes who could do the paperwork and everything was wonderful, but they had you know, they were aggro with the customer when they got, when something went wrong. Yeah. You know, you could never get that one bloke who could do it all, you know? And then when they do get the one bloke that could do it all, they didn't do what I did, what other blokes did, made it worthwhile for them to stay with you, you know. Mm. Uh, They just treat them like shit and they take their bloody very portable skills, they leave the management, they don't leave trucking, they just go somewhere Somewhere else else with the skills. And it's the fault of the people that run the businesses. It always has been, it always will be, and it all comes down to attitude and rate. What you said to me the other day, Bob, costs it comes yeah, down well, to that's costs. That's costs mate it is yeah and yeah, there's nowhere in you know and the ata report is just a glossy pr exercise they're a bit like a bit like the political parties whether they're in in opposition or in power uh they're pretending to be doing something when they're absolutely they're doing absolutely nothing mm. yeah and that's that's yeah. the problem we've got and the issue is the issue is uh, when you consider uh, the, the power and the size and the and the the, the uh, economic importance of some of the largest companies in Australia, especially in transport, mm-hmm. and when you consider the power and the influence of governments and all the different things they've got to deal with, they really don't care if the industry bloody devours itself and 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 and, and uh, never fixes up its problems. Because while ever we're working for nothing, mm-hmm. the uh, the, the uh, you know the cost of living, the CPI. Is not going to be truly representative of uh, of uh, of where it should be. Mm. Well, I find it wildly amusing. That there's a whole page here devoted to final section, as you said, page twelve, where they did talk about financially sustainable businesses. Yes. Pardon me. Fifty-eight thousand of the fifty-nine thousand one hundred trucking businesses in Australia own less than. Um, uh, sorry, they've got. Um, Hang on, let me just make sure I get this number right. But let me let me let me make sure I get this number right because I don't want people to say, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about." Fifty-nine thousand one hundred businesses have fewer than twenty employees. Yes. So they're all they're all small businesses, and uh, thirty-one thirty-one thousand six hundred trucking businesses had no employees at all. So that means they're owner operators, eh? I said I was one of them for 44 yeah. years. So, yeah. 
and they, and, and they say, oh, the industry works on tight margin. Pre-pandemic research puts the ind- industry's median profit margin at just over 2%. So in this day and age, you go and buy yourself uh, a new decent truck of any description, prime mover, and you're looking at you know, not getting any change out of anywhere between $350,000 and $500,000, depending on what you buy. You get much change out of 500000 yeah, and then you go and put a set of go and buy a set of trailers if you can get them. A set of a set of uh, well, I saw a tort liner, a second hand twenty twenty one tort liner, um, which has got a few miles on it. Advertised today, they want one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it for a second hand yeah. tort liner. Mm. Is that a B double set or a single? No, just a single trailer, a forty five yeah, foot tort liner. Yeah. But the thing about it, Mike, all these figures you're quoting from page twelve in this report. And like I said, people can download it from the Friday, uh, uh, the Friday newsletter from the ATA, and it'd be a good idea if they did. All these figures they're quoting, especially about the two percent margin and everything else. Dean Croke went into that in that report we discussed uh, on something to talk about. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and that was in 1998. And as I said mm-hmm. in our interview, that sort of some of those facts dated back to 1976. Yeah. When are some of these people going to realise that they're part of the problem and they need to be part of the solution? Mm. Yeah. And, and, well, and I, you know, like, I don't know how many people have listened to uh, the podcast I did where I had that thought bubble about trying to fix the problems from the top down rather than the bottom up. But I wouldn't mind... Like, would you like to know, Bob? Huh? Oh, would you like to know? Yeah. I'll, sc- I'll scroll down and I'll have a look and I'll tell you. All right. No, well, what I'm trying to say is that anyone in high places, any 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 members of the industry in high places that have heard that are probably ducking for cover and don't want to know about it. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing about it is that it just strikes me that we, we seem to be fixated on some of these things because we reckon they're fantastic. You know, the ATA is just banging on about electric vehicles. They all, you know, and we both know what Norm Branchgrove had to say about that, Bob. Um, they, they were, they were talking about these electric vehicles, and we've got to you know, fix the vehicle design rules and get that steer weight mass up so that these Euro uh, EVs can can be registered here in Australia. And then I've come back to that, and I said, well, buddy, Janice have solved the problem on that already. Why do we care what the EV trucks are? If you want yeah, to have an right. electric truck. Buy a bloody Janus truck. Hmm. Made exactly. in Australia by Australians. You know, if you're going to do it, fine, go ahead and do it. If you've got a place, but we're not, we're not, we're, but you know, we're not all going to we're not all going to have electric vehicles next week anyway, Mike. No, I get that, but the point of it is, my point with this is, you look, they're, they're arguing about crap. This is just incidental stuff. They're talking about well, a seven you know point times. You know what the politicians call that? Going up bloody bush paths or something. Sending people up bush tracks, yeah. Don't let's talk about the real issues. Let's bring in a couple of others that will totally confuse the audience. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said to me the other week, mate. I sound sound cynical, but I'm not cynical. I've just been there and done it, mate. Yeah, well, I'm I'm getting a little bit more miffed with the whole thing as I I go on. I mean, looks like I'm going to owe you a box of beer. We we, we need need to... We need to keep lobbying against the, you know, it, 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 you know, we need to keep lobbying the ATA and the union and all the committees and all the other garbage that's been put together, because we, we owe it to young people like CJ not to undermine their enthusiasm. Mm. 
We need to give the industry some backbone for them to be able to be pre- continue so that they can continue to be proud of the industry and what they do, not just right now. You know, I, yeah. I, I had, well, I'm still part of the industry, as you know, and, and, and yeah. I started, you know, 60 years ago. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of what I've achieved and, and, and I've had an absolute ball and the people that I've met and the, the people I, I treasure as friends and associates and colleagues and, 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 uh, and dear to me, uh, I'd be, you know, you can't count it in dollar terms. But I tell you what, it was an absolute battle to, to, to make mm. it through to the, where I, and I've seen so many people fall off, fall over or fall off the perch on the way through. And uh, yep. it bothers me. But it, it, then you hear young that young lady that tonight, you think, wow, you know, like she's yeah. the same as I was when I was 18. Yeah. That uh, the, 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 uh, the structure of the industry is not there to back it up. Yeah. Well, you know what I find the most, the most, Annoying thing about this report? Yes. They talk about no. road user charging reform. Oh, right? yeah. Tell me about it. Right. So here we've got the ACA championing the idea of a road user charge. Yeah. What do they think we fought for in 1979? Right. So the only difference, the only difference between this and what was happening in 1979 is this is all going to be done electronically, right? Yeah. And we're not going to send people to Boggo Road like my my friend Spencer Watling went to bloody Boggo Road for right, um, yeah. to pay road tax. Uh, we're just going to send them into financial ruin instead. Yeah, that's it's, right. And, 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 and bugger up their credit rating and everything else we can do. They say modern roads must be funded. And it must be funded by a system which secures road funding into the future and is fair, transparent and predictable. You know what's fair, transparent and predictable ATA? The bloody fuel excise that we now pay on diesel already. Mm, exactly. It's supposed to go to fund the roads, which goes to consolidated revenue. Don't yeah. change the way we're charged. Change the way the money that is taken from us with the diesel that we burn and goes to where it's supposed to go. This really pisses me off. And then, well, the, the other thing we need to talk about is what, what right. we also need to talk about is how much money's wasted in, in, in road construction and repairs and everything else. Like, I, uh, you know, the uh, the Gregory Development Road from Charters Towers to Roma, yeah, uh, it's just uh, got all these signs, deep drop-off, dive carefully, uh, rough surface, yeah. 80 yeah. kilometres an hour. You know, they, they spent about $19 million on signs and people to put them out there. If they can't come up with the money to make the road safe, and then you've got the Queensland Government saying, oh, well, we've had all these increase in road deaths. We're going to have to make people sit for a licence test again. Yeah, well, well that's... That's how about, the problem. How about they fess up to the fact they're stuffed up, the roads are dangerous, they haven't got enough people out there doing drug and alcohol testing and... Uh, you know, we'll start there and see how we get on. Yeah, well, they're saying that road, road-related fuel exercise revenue, fuel excise revenue is eroding due to improvements in vehicle fuel efficiency. And despite the increasing number of kilometres that Australian vehicles travel, increasing numbers of electric and zero-emission vehicles will only accelerate this trend. So on the well, one hand, they're one... going, let's all get electric vehicles. And then they're saying, oh, but... We're going to have to have a road user charge now to, to replace that. 
Well, I mean, that's I, like all I, I accept that. Yeah. Hey? That's like well, I accept that there's got to be a charge. Yeah. That's mm. like all the people in Goulburn and all the towns down the Ham Highway couldn't wait to get trucks out of the town. Now they can't work out why their businesses aren't viable. That's right. Australia can't afford eight different taxes with different rates and systems on how Australians drive. Victoria's new electric vehicle tax applies to Victorian vehicles even when they're not driving in Victoria. Well, you know what that probably indicates, Mike? What's that? I think the ATA are on uh, getting consultancy fees from the government. God, I don't know. The, 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 the thing about this is saying, they're saying that this, uh, the system which proposes a 10% tax increase every year for three years is broken. Yeah, um, yeah it is broken. It, shouldn't, it should not be allowed to happen. We had this fight in 1979. We did. We, ha- we had this fight in 1979. We're not getting a fair, sh- we're not getting a fair yeah. suck of the sab yeah. at all as far yeah. as it goes. Uh, the yeah. ATA's lodged a submission in, a, in the legal case about the Victorian electronic vehicle, electric vehicle tax, yeah. seeking yeah. it as yeah. to be heard uh, in the High Court. Okay. I'd love to know the detail of that. They proposed a lower pathway for road user charge to in, as of zero percent in the 2023-2024, then 2.75 percent uh, going up to 10 percent. This is in an industry they say right now only has a two percent profit margin. Where are we yeah, going exactly. to find the extra money to pay for this? Yeah, well, see that you know all this sort of stuff is produced by I don't know whether they're PR companies or what they are, consultants, yeah. but. Uh, they're not people at the coalface. They're not people who mm. run real businesses in the industry. They're not too, the mm. people who run real business in the industry are too busy running their business. So they've got to go and get outsiders and, and whatever, you know, they, I don't know whether they're IT experts or got degrees in journalism or fine arts or what they've got, but they're so wide of the markets. That's why I highlighted it tonight. I just thought it was just, mm. you know, like I, I, I respect the ATA and the role it plays and I, you know, and I, I know David Smith's at the coalface of the industry and, and I know some yeah. wonderful people, you know, that are members of it. And like I used to uh, have, you know, wonderful friendships with members of the LDRTA back in the 70s. But that didn't stop me from uh, uh, trying to pull them into gear or, 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 or highlight their inept, ineptitude or their, their, their uh, you know, their irrelevance. Because, well, even... Uh, even old mate Mr. Smith is saying that he's parking his own trucks because he can't. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah, want, yeah. He doesn't want to run. Dave, David probably doesn't mm. didn't even know about this or know about a word of it or anything until it turned up at the ATA conference. Yeah. It would have been yeah. signed off on. I'll look at the front cover here, and the man who signed off it on it here is authorised by Michael Deegan, Australian. Mm. Well, he's the uh, you know he's like the chief executive officer. He's an employee of the ATA. Mm. Now, I, I don't ever remember meeting Michael Deegan at the uh, at the Shell Roadhouse at Yass or anything like that. So mm. uh, that might tell us what the real problem is. If they could just learn how to stop focusing on the symptoms and start focusing on the cause, yeah, well, well, that, we might actually exactly start right, to get some... Because it, there's some simple things that alleviate the rest of the problems. You know. Yeah. Well, they, they they need to stop being part of the problems and mm. start trying to be part of the solutions. You know, yeah. you're talking about trying to fix a drive fatigue issue or fuel or road user charge or whatever. At the end of the day, if we fixed other problems, road user charge wouldn't bother you because you're just going to pass it on to your client. 
That's right. Well, Doc, Dr. Dawn Linkwater said in 1984 that if roads were built to a sufficient standard to start with, uh, there would be no damage done by heavy vehicles. Uh, you know, there'd be, there'd be an equal amount of damage done to roads by all vehicles on the road, and they should mm. be charged accordingly. Yeah. Mm. And, and and before that, she said that in 1984, and I've got a copy of a, a report done in 1968 by the Kalamazoo Corporation into the development of Australia in conjunction with the uh, um, uh, one of the big universities in California, and uh, it said in 1968 that if the road and rail infrastructure in Australia were developed side by side with equal importance, that the whole economy would benefit. And um, and that's never happened. Mm. Yeah, it's five uh, to no, ten. That, it is. Sorry, yeah, five to ten. We've oh, been, we have to be quiet now. Oh, you've got me all wound up now, Bob. You might well, need to take some more of those drugs, Mike. They might be wearing aye. off, are they? Those drugs are probably wearing off, are they? Maybe I need to take some more. Maybe I need to go and take some of those bloody antidepressants they prescribed <laughs> for me that I haven't had a go at yet. But anyway. I've got a better recipe than that, Craig, but you'd have to be here to enjoy uh, uh, Mike, you'd have to be here to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. You know what nice recipe spot. I'd like to have at the moment, Bob? Sorry, mate. I'd like to have I'd like to have a little bit of bloody airborne going flat out on the speakers, looking out over the bonnet of the nine oh on the open yeah. road with the lights on high beam and just yeah. going hard. That's yeah. that's oh, the mate. therapy I need, mate. I haven't had any of that therapy since January, and it's starting to get to yeah, me. Well, I'd, I'd probably have the Eagles doing peaceful, easy feeling. <laughs> well, that too, mate. I, I don't mind a bit of Eagles. Yeah, but I'll tell you yeah, what, it'd be yeah. something. I'd be looking over the bond to the 9-0, looking at the bloody big bird I, on the end of the line and going, let's do it. I used to sing along with the Eagles on the Hay Plains when I couldn't get the 1418 into top gear because there was a tide <laughs> And uh, if they couldn't hear me in Dorgowry, they would have heard me in Hay because that's the way the wind was blowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a tall story for bloody Alice Springs, mate. Yeah. No, it's true, mate. It's true. <laughs> uh, shit, Bob. Thanks for coming on and winding me up. I always love it when you talk to when you. He does this to me during the week. You'll ring me up and get just for a quick five five minute phone call, and I get off the phone and I'm fuming about something. I've, Got to go and you know, write or something, and it just yeah. Well, makes that me must think. have been when you ring me. Well, that'll be telling you. Thanks, thanks, Bob. Uh, you're, you're, well, you're welcome, Craig. It's I know how to answer the calls now. After he starts, I'll just say, "What you've been talking to Bob, have you?" <laughs> oh, oh you can tell when you can tell when I'm getting fired up about something too. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's the sad the sad fact of the matter is that there's plenty to get fired up about, isn't mm. it? Mm. Well, you got to have a fire in your belly. Yeah. yeah the, right. the, the, the thing about it is, though, the stuff that we've just all been talking about just now, it isn't it isn't the individuals, and it isn't the bad side of the industry. All all the good stuff happens alongside all that crap. Mm. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah. You know, so the relationships that you make, make the friendships that I've made driving trucks and the people that I've met who, who have become friends along the way, all that stays with you despite all the crap that goes yeah, that, along. That's my you know? experience, Mike, yes. Yeah, that's it's, my experience. You know, the, other, the, other issue is, the other issue is we have to be careful not to fall in the trap 
of thinking that everything's wrong with the industry because not not yeah. everything is wrong with the industry. We just need to fix the things that are wrong with the industry. That's right. Well, and, uh, we I'll tell you stop, what. We need, what, we, the, what we, we need to stop the exploitation, the desperation, and the stupid mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a subject for a whole other yeah, conversation, Bob. That's another nice. Anyway, well, it is, I it thought is I just getting... summed up tonight by saying that. Yeah, well, we are creeping here right into 10 o'clock, so yep. thanks, yeah. everyone, for joining us tonight. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, to our other thanks, guests. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Mike. Uh, yeah, we'll, right, we'll be back here next Saturday night. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll look forward to it. And Mike will be having his bit of waffle on um, Wednesday night, too. That's right. We've got the Wednesday waffle on. That's if the and, drugs uh, haven't got you. The Wednesday waffle, if we can do that. And we might have a guest for that show as well. Yeah. Very special guest I'm trying to tee up for that one. I can't say anything about it at the moment just in case he says no. But I think he'll say yes. It'll be an interesting show Wednesday night, 7.30. We'll be Looking here. forward to that. Right Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. And Good night, we'll everybody. Talk to you next Thanks, week. Thanks, Bob.